A light rain pitter-pattered on the well-worn shingles that rested atop the tavern. Wind blew recently dry leaves around on the stones out front, while candlelight flickered through the mouths and eyes of the carved pumpkins that sat on the porch of this otherwise nondescript inn between small towns. The place was probably called the Swigging Swine or Rumfeld's Respite, or some other alliterative phrase, but the name didn't matter. Neither did the location of the place, really. It wasn't the region, or the tavern, or the weather, or the nearing festival of the hallowed that made this evening interesting. The only extraordinary happening on this particular evening was the yearly meeting of three extraordinary gentlemen taking place within the confines of the aforementioned tavern. Errol Derman, Jericho Muldrinker, and Reginald once met in an unassuming tavern much like this one several years ago in the prepubescence of their adventuring careers. The events that followed that inaugural meeting are arguably responsible for kickstarting the successful lives that each of these fellows enjoyed over the duration of their careers. You see, it was mere moments after that first time Derman, Jericho, and Reginald came together that they were transported to the cursed land of Barovia, and it was there in Barovia that they defeated a vampire lord named Strahd von Zarovich. The vampire Strahd had controlled his demiplane of Barovia for centuries, feeding on its citizens, pining after a forbidden love, and otherwise creating pain and suffering through myriad horrors. But all that ended after a long and dangerous adventure, the end of which saw Strahd destroyed and the new land of Barovia given a clean slate upon which to prosper. The saviors of Barovia left to pursue new adventures and collect new stories. Barovia would be fine without them. Or so they thought. As laughter bounced off the walls and stories filled hearts the way ale filled bellies, a new sound echoed from the darkened doorway of the tavern. The sounds of footsteps like suction cups slamming into bowls of gelatin preceded the somewhat glowing and soft-edged silhouette of someone or something as it entered the room. Behind the figure, a thick fog was blowing past the front of the tavern, illuminated by the fiery breath of festively carved pumpkins. The lights are low. You guys, it's a very rural bar. There are very few other people in this tavern. The three of you, it's as if the spotlights are on you. You're at a big oak table in the center of the room. Like it's round, much like this one. There are empty gla empty glasses of ale all over the table. You guys, like yeah, exactly. There are empty steins everywhere. Um, plates, there are you know, bones, pork and chicken, beef bones, if you wish, <laughs> are, all over, are all over the table. You guys are just sharing stories and having a good time. And then... Osmosis Jones. <laughs> Which, remind me of Weaselton? Ah, uh, Wesselton. Wesselton. It's definitely spelled Weaselton. Okay. Um, yeah. What are you? Uh, I'm a plasmoid. That's Jones. That? He's a plasmoid wizard. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is spelled Weaselton. <laughs> I put it on already. Uh, Whoops. My bad. You don't need the It's Wesselton. Yeah, I like it. That's cool. Looking dude, there are immediate regrets. <clears throat> Let's do him again. Uh, just, it's all of it except I have a big a blue wizard hat. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not a big blue wizard hat, but I have like a wizard hat. That's all right. But no face. Uh, no face. Okay. A thick, veiny. <laughs> what's your voice? <laughs> if, it makes, if it makes it better, I can create I a face. No, sure. What's your What's your voice sound like? Uh, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> like monotone, kind of like skitterish, kind of kind of like this. That's your normal voice. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> that is, is, that, that is kind of like that. Yeah. But it's kind of like this. But I mean, that's what you sound like. Go for it. Yeah, that's fine. You made the character. Okay. It'll be very hard to do that. So. It'll be difficult to the correct volume. Okay. Oh my God, Carl. Okay, we are now beginning. Weselton, 
You have just walked into the tavern. You have a letter in your hand that you have gotten from some some guy who was wearing very ornate robes. He looked like a traveler, some sort of... Is it wrong to say gypsy? Can you say gypsy? Uh, the traveling people. Okay. The traveler kind. Looked like a, some sort of transient guy <laughs> who gave you this letter and gave you the opportunity Today. for this adventure. <laughs> and you are looking for people to go on this adventure. So imagine you walked into a room and you see these three guys sitting at the table. You, you know, introduce yourself, say hello, whatever. That conversation begins now. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Wesselton. I just got a letter from uh, someone that is urgent and that they need help. Uh, I see that y'all are very experienced and oh, like that. I just kind of see all the bones and all that. Just very experienced. I see. Um, which could y'all like possibly help me on my adventures? Uh, fellas, does this sound familiar to anyone else? I, I do have a letter if y'all want more details. Right. I grab the letter. Do let's, we? Let's take a look. Do we? Do we know this fella? I never met him. I, I am a new adventurer. It seems like a similar situation. I crack open the letter. It's all right, boy. Everybody's a new adventurer at some point. As you, like, you guys can talk for a little bit. I'm just going to, like, skim the letter. But, like, three three lines down, I'm just going to, like, slam my hand on the table. <laughs> Surely. It um, can't be what okay. I think it is. What? And it's it's quite bad. What? 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 I, what I, show it, I show it to you. Like, hold it up. Uh, I'm Ooh, quite uh, good experienced old. in Ooh. combat. Uh, I, I'm a wizard, as y'all can see. Uh, it's, I know combat a wizard. Lot. Yeah, I am a combat wizard. I, I specialize in... Near at uh, close range and you know, hey, wait, 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 wait. Just, just a second. What, what's your name? Hey, fellas, you, you realize what this means, right? I'm gonna. I give the letter to you now. Just like throw it kind of at your plate. Uh, is it, it seems like a simple job. I don't really know what Barovia is. I've never heard of it, but I am just. It, it is deceivingly simple. Um, you know, the ranged caster is not a role we ever filled in our party. No, that's fair. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I try to fill the void when I can, but yeah, I've got magic arrows and stuff like that. It's Mm. Sort you, of like a spell. You say that you got this commission, uh, what a fellow give you, to yeah. go and check out this situation <laughs> in Barovia, right? Uh, yeah, that is what it, yeah, I think that's what it said, yeah. Oh, was boy. it garish colours? Bright? Uh, yeah. Like, purple. Ag- aggressively bright colours. Yeah, I, 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 I can really remember because it was kind like of like that. Sheriff that's what was like him. rocking back and forth. <laughs> Um, Wait, here's your, here's your letter. I um, think, is this a yes? It, we can't, we can't not. We have to. It's it's almost it's our responsibility at this point. I mean, I'd feel rather obliged to. I'm gonna I mean, if you're, if you're an exterminator I'm... and the bugs come back, I mean, you're supposed to go back and finish right, the job, right? Right. It's a measure of quality control there. Yeah. yeah our names are almost on the line at this point. I mean, I'd say so. Really. I mean, they put up that statue. Yeah, they did. All right, Whistleman, you've convinced us. Well, Wesselton, yes. Wesselton, that's the one. I might not call you that. <laughs> You're a strange creature. I've never met anyone like you. That's cool. I seem a little I, I have never met a very scaly person, too. Uh, I've well, never met fair. any of y'all kind of well, creatures, actually. You've never met a tabaxi? Oh, I've, no. I've, I've, to be honest, I'm, I've yeah. kind of been in, like... I've been cooped up trying to learn spells and all that and testing them. I really, really don't go outside. Yeah, you're cooped up, you say? Might need a little fresh air, a little adventure... Yeah, boys, what do you say? Is this a... Am I, should I be worried about... No, 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 no not at all. Simple, not at all. simple first. Yeah, nothing to it. But um, you just said it was deceivingly simple. Exactly, it's just so simple. Look, it's deceptive. No. We, <laughs> oh, we, see, we've been around the block, so to speak. I mean, you know, the Barovia is all right and everything, but really you got to get to the you got to get to the main course of this thing. Yeah, really, there's just the, the one obstacle. Right. I mean, you... Yeah, I mean, it's easy peasy. We should skip um, a couple of the things, though. We, we should maybe move around... The swamp, perhaps. Um, right, on right. The way, on, at least on the way out, I'd like to grab a couple of bottles of wine, though. Oh, we have to. We need to check in and see how this is affecting profits. I mean, absolutely. Maybe, maybe some of the bottles that were there when we were there last, they're probably pretty good now. Maybe we oh, should, yeah. shouldn't be drinking during adventures. No, no, no. Yeah, this is, right, this right. is post-adventure uh, celebration. And uh. going, this is 
personal business. Uh, Jericho and I have. I'm German, by the way. I don't, think, nice I, I don't think I said that. Nice to meet you. You as well. I'll shake your hand. <laughs> we, we, we personally just like in cases you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. You're fine. Um, we, we should check in on, on order as well. That'd, that'd be nice. Yeah, I haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, and then this might explain why we haven't heard from them in a while as well. Yeah. Then there was a. Uh, what was this? Yeah, a strong fella, yeah. Be right, I just remember him as being a, a fine fella. But then about we 10 minutes him. and then he stabbed you. Yeah, he did. He did. Probably. He I did. Think, he really did. I think, yeah, something like that. First impressions and whatnot, you know. No, he bit him. He, he bit him. him. He bit him. He bit, bit you on the, on the, the, the sky. Oh, and he, he, he bit Irina, too. Yeah, he bit a lot of people. He bit he a lot of people. Weird guy. This, yeah. this fella, he, he bites a lot of people. Wait, y'all said Irina already? What? No. Well, yes and no. Souls are reforged. She kind of drowned. Recycled or something. <laughs> drowned is a strong word. Not well, I'll tell you what. If I reach down, I pick up my mace and I just slam it on the table. Oh. Well, um, there's only one thing for it. That's a nice mace, man. Boys, <laughs> I'll tell you what company this fella here. He, yeah. I mean, he could use a little expertise in the area, a guide, so to speak, right? We took a beating last time we tried to do it. I don't think he could do it alone. No offense. Um, I, 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 no, offense not taken. May as well. I'm, I'm not going to couple buff spells. We can juice him up and... Throw him in there, see what happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You'll be all right. Yeah, he's all You good. are now a proud card-carrying member of an adventuring party. Congratulations. Sweet. But we don't have any cards. Oh, yeah. Oh. Before we get going, we should run you through a couple of things, probably. Um, it's dark. It is dark. Okay. It's definitely dangerous. There will be danger. Okay. At best, someone we killed before, a powerful oh. vampire, is... A what? powerful vampire is alive and up to his old tricks... Uh, no, at worst, not at best, at worst. Um, at best, someone has attempted to take his place and is now luring uh, unsuspecting victims, yourself, uh, to his land. Mm -hmm. So uh, be prepared to fight. Don't trust anyone unless we tell you to trust them. Uh, don't eat anything unless we tell you to eat it, if you eat. Okay. Um, and don't die. But even if you do, that's not that bad. Oh, you oh, remember that time I died, like, three times in the big pool of, uh, poison wine? Yeah. 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 Tragic. No, it's fine. I'm gonna die? No, I no, no. You no. seem not pretty that much. acid resistant. I, I have a great resistance to it. Oh, like, um, on this trip at least once. Well, yeah, I, I died from a wolf. It's okay. a rabbit okay. How did you get back from, I guess, death? Um, you know, it wasn't that big a deal. Oh, I just got better. Oh, okay, y'all seem very, y'all seem very extreme. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the word, man. I was, like, like, death was here, and I was, like, there. I was really close, but... Yeah, I was just drowning in acid, and they kind of pulled me out, and it was all good after that. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the twigs? Yeah, the blight twig, twig, twig blights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. You're going to have a lot of fun on this trip, let me tell you. You're going to learn a lot. We can talk about it on the way. Yes. Yes. Look, look, are you, are you equipped, and you're you ready to go? Uh, yes, I am very equipped, yes. Mm. Okay, I think that tells me. Yeah, he has like a big, huge backpack, and he's very, very equipped. <laughs> Got a bunch of rocks in there. <laughs> like, what if I need these rocks? <laughs> I am prepared for any. Well, not I will say any. It's just I'm coiling, not coiling, coiling for a vampire, but I've got a tent. I've got a bed. I've got. Hey, hey, like very important. Very important. A tent has stakes. See, I got food. I don't really eat that much, but I got food just in case. It's if like I a vampire killing, killing house. Good. Yeah. That's a good idea yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know that you'll have too much to worry about. I mean, he might just try to kill you. He's not going to make you an undead or anything. I don't think so. I think you're okay. No, if you come back as an undead, we'll kill you. That's okay. No, that's much worse. Uh, you I don't, don't think you have any blood either. Yeah, you don't have I a whole lot of blood. I don't really take damage that much. It, I have to be really injured to feel it. I see. I see. I just love the dynamic. <laughs> I love the dynamic where it's like you don't have that much blood. You can be like looking at your pack like, oh, I think I might affect some. I, I, I wasn't very prepared for vampires. I don't have any blood. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's no fit to it. We'll find some. Yeah. <laughs> the boss is the pinnacle. Everything else kind of trickles from him. Once we remove that, him, it's all good. We're good. Oh, okay. Everything's fine. I trust that you all know this. Okay, I got this. I think. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be great. Yeah, yeah we got this. No, you'll be fine. It's all good. I'm ready to head out. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Is there like... Are we... What are we illuminated by? Is like this whole place lit up or is it just like candles? Light indoors. Okay. Like candles. I can have uh, my halo active if you prefer. I was going to use like the control flames to like extinguish the fire and then I'm a gloom stalker so I'd turn completely invisible to him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, fellas, it, 
it's come back. It could come back again and again. What if this becomes a an annual occurrence? We could just like stand outside the front gate. All right, Strahd, what is it this year? Pineapple or pine cone? <laughs> you see, the first time this party came together, it was at the behest of a similar letter to the one that the plasmoid Weselton presented in the tavern. Similar is quite the wrong word, though, as the letter that beckoned German, Jericho, and Reginald to Strahd's terror-stricken dimmy plane of Barovia was exactly the same, down to every jot and tittle. This could only mean one thing. Strahd had somehow returned not only to Barovia, but to his old tricks or that some faithful follower had begun impersonating that loathsome life-stealing devil. As we have heard, this information was enough to move the three saviors of Barovia and their new gelatinous friend to action. After years of experience, which brought scores of new techniques, spells, and powers, it would be child's play to send Strahd packing once more, and to help a younger adventurer get a vampire lord-shaped notch on his belt. With all this in mind, the four heroes stepped into the fog. The heavy, watery air soaked their clothes, as the wet cobblestones magically became a dirt path beneath their feet. Despite their confidence, they could feel it as soon as they had crossed the border into that wretched land. The joyful songs of nightbirds were replaced with the distant howls of hungry wolves and the arrhythmic beat of swarming bat wings. Moments later, within the walls of Castle Ravenloft, a looming structure which overlooked all of Barovia and was home to the vampire devil himself, scratching footsteps could be heard ascending the stone steps of the absurdly large spiral staircase that led to the Lord of Barovia's chambers. The scratchy, clawing footsteps were accompanied by the heavy breathing of a small creature. It possessed the torso, neck, and head of a very short man, but the torso was held aloft by two thin bird legs, like those of a crane or some similar bird. He also wielded two arms of regular length for a man of his size, but they were scaly, green, and very reptilian. Illuminated by the flickering torches which hung in ornate iron gargoyles on the stone walls of the corridor leading to Strahd's quarters, this strange, mongrel folk creature rapped on the door of his lord. Master! Master! Master, come quickly, please, Master! After a few moments, an exasperated groan emanated from the other side of the door. Then footsteps sounded, and finally a loud creak as the thick wooden door to Strahd's bedchamber flew open, quickly and somewhat frustratedly. Why do you disturb me at this hour, Egret? I have told you and your chef time and time again that it does not matter where the meat comes from. I want it rare. Now, if you'll excuse me, I was doing some brooding, and I felt very close to the sweet spot. I swear, you mongrel folk assured me that despite your animalian appendages, you possessed fully evolved human brains. My faith in that fact is daily eroded, Egret. Daily eroded. No, master. This is not about your supper. There is a problem. A big problem. A problem? Well, this is almost refreshing. Do tell. Out with it, then. They're here, master. They're here. They? Who is they? The delivery drivers from the Wizard of Wines? My concubines that I forced to wear Tatiana name tags? Are we out of name tags? No, master. They are here. They... You know, the three adventurers that you underestimated several years ago? That came here and, uh... Murdered you? Oh, here? In, in Barovia? Why? And why so soon? We are barely getting restarted here. Why did the fog even let them in? I don't know, Master. I thought you would know. But they are here, and I have already set the plan in motion for this occasion. B uh, yes. Yes, we have plans for this. We have big plans for this. Gather everyone, make sure they know their orders, and meet me back in the chapel once you have done so. Surely we have plenty of time to prepare. It will take them hours to get here from the village. Master... About that. What is it? They're already at the door. Well. From below, the muffled sound of a large castle door being blown open could be heard, and a rumble of shifting stone could be felt. The four of you stand abreast, looking into the castle Ravenloft. Um, by this time, I would assume that dis discussions have been had. You've already passed through... Um, what even that, is that village called down there? Is it the village of Barovia? I think it was Barovia. 
Botswana. Botswana. They were, they were yeah. distinct lack of trees. You have passed through the village <laughs> of Barovia. You have, you know, you walked past that gallows again. You probably fought a werewolf. You probably murdered several things on the way here. We fight a werewolf. This is a new experience for us. We didn't do this last time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't just get in the werewolf arc. <laughs> uh, you guys go up there and you just make a... Where, where you didn't make a right before to go to Castle Ravenloft, you guys just like trot up to the castle and then essentially kick the door down with whatever magical spell you guys want to use to blow the door open. Strong! <laughs> Well, it's strong with a D on the end. Wait, wait, are you sure? Yeah, it's yeah. not strong. It, you pull like, in my leg. Sounds like a pasta no. or something. It's strong. Strong Gonzalovich. Oh, that's just stupid. You can tell from the top of the door because there's big, colorful banners that say, Welcome, welcome home, Strahd. <laughs> Grand reopening. <laughs> uh, you can't see that. Strahd! Strahd, it's your old buddies! We're back! Okay, uh, let's see. The ornate outer doors of the castle hang open. They're flanked by fluttering torches in iron sconces. Twenty feet inside the castle is a second set of doors. The doors in front of you suddenly swing open, revealing a grand hall filled with the sound of organ music. Just like last time. So you guys blew open the first set of doors, the second set of doors again open as if to welcome you into the castle. Um, the castle is this big, imposing, uh stone castle sitting on top of a cliff overlooking the dark foggy land of barovia it is just like it used to be um except there are less people around the people that died when you were here last they are still dead uh when you pass through there is no irena koyana that's reassuring they're still dead yeah whenever you pass through barovia there was no irena you didn't meet her there the letter seemed to be false you know that the things that happened last time it's not like a reset it's just he's he came back and is reimposing his will upon this land but now you stand in the in the open doors of Strahd's home. The Castle first time Ravenloft. we entered, there was a dead body like right upon entry, was there not? Yeah. That's where I got my chunky potion from. Is there like is the dead body reset? Is this like a? No, the dead body is not there either. Okay. <coughs> no. uh, we can make there? one. But now, standing in the doorway of Strahd von Zarvich, the vampire lord of Barovia, who we can only assume has returned, standing in his doorway are four adventurers who currently stand abreast in this doorway. Their silhouettes uh, backlit by the moon shining down upon them. On the left, we have. An orc fighter named Reginald. Bes hey. Beside him, a tabaxi. Where are our classes at at cleric. this point? A tabaxi cleric. cleric. Anything else? No. A tabaxi cleric slash were raven that you can't probably see right now, uh, named Errol Derman. Beside him stands a plasmoid Osmosis Jones-looking traveling wizard named Weselton. Um, who was who was created by a group of, in a dungeon was taught magic by a group of wizards and now he's off adventuring and then finally standing next to him is a rogue mostly ranger mostly ranger but some kind of sometimes <coughs> rogue thirteen levels of ranger five levels of rogue okay a Just ranger sprinkles on top of that cupcake a ranger rogue shift crocodile shifter yeah. looks like a person but with crocodilian features heavy brow scaly skin and sharp teeth sharp teeth uh, right. <laughs> So yeah, name <laughs> Jericho Moldrinker. The four of you, I just want to make sure everybody knew what to picture and who they were looking at uh, as you guys enter the castle. The vestibule has opened to you, and inside you can see through that room into another room that is dimly lit beyond you. You are free to do and go where you please. Uh, hello? Your voice hello? now goes back to you. Hello. It's good to be back. Is it though? They yeah. opened the door for us, so they must be expecting you. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, hear the music. He's a, he's a bit of a drama queen. He's all right. He's all right. You think he's going to do the thing in the dining room again? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. That was nice. Yeah. Wait. I don't remember that. Wasn't that something like mirrors? Oh, that was like a feast or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. had to give the big speech and everything. Food got all nasty, but outside the nasty food, yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry. The real, <laughs> the real horror of the Halloween special is what noises we can create. Let <laughs> me get you to stop quietly. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing oh, I realize that now. <laughs> Short of putting up a giant sign like a, in a football game. Stop. Right. Media side. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Please continue. Yeah. You um, talked about the feast. So we should just go for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Saunter in. Follow the music. What do you think? It wasted money. Hey, it's been a while, so I don't really remember the layout of this place. Let's do it. What would you do? Uh, I, 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 I'd probably follow the music, try to find him. Oh, no, West will be lead the way. Lead the way, party leader. Oh, okay, got this. All right. Then, yeah. You walk forward through the vestibule into the next open chamber. Cobwebs stretch between columns that support the vaulted ceiling of a great dusty hall, dimly lit by sputtering torches and iron sconces. The torches cast, torches cast odd shadows across the faces of eight stone gargoyles squatting motionlessly on the rim of the domed ceiling. Cracked and faded ceiling frescoes are covered by decay. Double doors of bronze stand closed to the east. To the north, a wide staircase climbs into the darkness. A lit hallway to the south contains another set of bronze doors, through which you can see very little. As you guys walk into the room, above you, you hear the creaking of stone. This is once so once uh, Wesselton walks in with his plasmoid self, nothing really happens. But when the th- when the three of once you slips in. <laughs> when the three of you enter, it's almost as soon as the three of you cross the threshold, there's creaking in the ceiling. Can I roll perception? Sure. By the way, that'd be a great name for a plasmoid. Slurp. Slurp. That is your surname. Twenty-four. You look into the ceiling. What's everybody got dark vision, right? I yeah. Assume. Oh yeah. I'm super yeah. dark vision. Uh, I got a little bit of blind sight even. When you look into the ceiling, also we. We haven't even mentioned the fact that the three of you are level 18. We are. We are beefos. Yeah. John yeah. has decided to keep things interesting and be a... Well, I think that make, makes sense. Yeah, a squishy boy worth protecting. He's, he is level nine right now. John is coming in where we left Strahd last right. time. Right, yes. And we've doubled up since last. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's p- part of the entertainment of this Halloween special. As, uh, Dermon, as you cut your cat eyes to the ceiling, <coughs> you notice and hear the sound of gargoyles moving. You hear the, you hear the following whispered in an echo from the top. Well, I guess technically, technically this is the second time they've entered the room. Well, yeah, we're supposed to attack people who come in the second time. I know, but it's been so, it's been so many years. Does it really count? Does it ever reset? Strahd never really told us about... There's a lot of nuance to this question you're asking, and I don't have any information. Well, I'm going for it. And then immediately, <laughs> a single gargoyle shoots from the top of the ceiling, followed by seven others diving towards you. So they begin to dash downward on you from the ceiling. Roll initiative for your yeah. first time. Yeah. Uh, roll initiative. All right. What's your dex rolls? What's your uh, initiative rolls? Initiative? Yeah. Right, 27. Five, 27. One. Yeah. <laughs> one? You're behind me? 28. 28. I rolled a net one. Anyway. Uh, yes. Yes. I think that's what I think. We should do D&D. I'll just talk about it. I'll tell you how I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, cosplay as traditional D&Ders while we play the next game. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to rub bacon grease on my face so I break out. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> These are our listeners you're talking to. Bro, I was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I still am. I'm at the table. I'm not even at my final form. <laughs> All right, it's Darwin's turn. Let's let her rip. They're all kind of coming down at the same time. Uh, at this point, the ceilings, tell us how high those ceilings were. 6,000 feet. They're currently 30 feet above you. Strahd, you're disappointed. Your castle's too small. <laughs> um, Do it over. I got 120 feet of striking distance. Okay, strike. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll go for number five. Number five. I'm picking off the back. All right. Uh, it's 23 to hit, Keith. A 23 will hit a gargoyle Woo! for sure. 15 of them demoges. 15 damage? Fire damages. 15 They're fire damage. I don't know how much damage is. What are you firing to create the fire damage? Firebolt. Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. Alright, so, fi- so 15? Yes, sir. 
All right. You raise a hand, I assume, and blast him with a firebolt. Yeah. The, the, the firebolt collides with the front of the gargoyle, just illuminating the ceiling up there. The, the busted frescoes are now much more easy to see for a brief second, like a flash of lightning, but the light is orange, and the fire blasts around this gargoyle's face as he continues his descent. And it, you know, it, it shakes him, but he's on his way to you. Uh, the only other thing I'm going to do, mm-hmm. because it's nothing I'm not going to do. Okay. I'm just going to stand there. That was myself. good. All right, I'm raising my hands. Ready to go. Okay. Scritch. Ready to scritch. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, it is now Gargoyle number one's turn. Bring it. Um, number one is coming down to go to Jericho. Um, they have, uh, I guess, 30 feet of speed, I guess. Um, you can give them 60, make fun. Uh, they got 30. So, they'll make it to you. He's going to fly down, fly down towards you. And try to do an attack upon you. Um, he's going to try to hit you with both of his claws. We're about to find out how balanced these encounters are. I mean, my armor class doesn't really change. So. 21 to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Um, ooh, yikes. These things are kind of beefy. Yeah, if I'm going to try to defeat 18 difficulty creatures, 8 going to be hurting. No, it's the same level as what you No, 12. You take 12 <clears throat> damage. I'm going to use my reaction to take half that. Okay. What? You take 6 damage. Hey, boy. Nice. Look at that. But he's going to try to hit you again. Ooh. I should have saved it. Uh, this time, he's going to try to hit you with a 16. Meets it. Meets it, beats it, unfortunately. Ooh. Dang, house rules. I think that's rules. That's ready. rules, rules. That's true. 12. House damage rules again. to the player. You take another 12 damage. Shut up. I can take it. <laughs> the gargoyle flies down to Jericho and swipes him twice. Whoosh a whoosh a stand there. Just stand there, taking it. Next is going to be gargoyle. How well lit is this room? It's pretty dark. Oh. There's no, there's no torches. dark vision Because I'm invisible. There are torches... No, there are torches lit. There's also my halo, so 20 feet of light. Yeah. Bright light and then dim light. You suck. Sorry. Also, <laughs> my mace does the same thing. Also, Sunsword does the same thing. You just, you, you keep it. It was a gift. Oh. Alright, number two is coming down Brandy, here. He's gonna land on the floor. Two and three are landing on the floor down here. Number four is also gonna come down here and land on the floor. Um, realizing that this one was only kind of, they had to come 30 feet straight down. I probably shouldn't have attacked you, but that one made it that far. Um, and, uh, Reginald, it's now your turn. Yeah, let's Stand do it. Very close to several gargoyles. Who is closest upon me? Number four has dropped close to you. It's landed menacingly, staring you down. That's not true. Sorry, you're in the middle. Number two and number three are the closest to you currently. Sweet. They have dropped nearly ten feet away. They le- they are looking at you with their acid, acidy teeth nice. dripping with desire. So I'm going to slam the front of my shield with my mace and I'm headed for number two. All right, headed yeah. for number two. Let's get him. Get him. Get him. Mace of disruption. Disrupt him. It's a 14 to hit. A 14 will not hit. But I do it again. All right. 30 to hit. A 30, a 30 will hit. Okay, I'm going to do it again. What would you roll? A, a negative 5 on that first one? Uh, I don't know. It's an 18 plus 2 on this one. Plus 12. It's a plus 12. All right, so you slam into this thing with a 30 to hit. Yeah. And that is a whole... Ah, 7 damage. Yikes. Yeah, not a whole bunch. But then I haul back and do it again. Okay. 19 to hit. That'll also hit. Yeah. 12 damage. All right. Sweet. I think that's all the attacks I have. What does the Mace of Disruption do? It disrupts. Uh, when you hit a fiend or undead. I don't think that's either one. Nope. Gargoyle is not a kind of creature. Elemental. Elemental? Mm-hmm. Weird. Of some kind. Yeah. I guess they're stone. Concrete elements. I would, I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, if, they, if I hit a, a fiend or undead, it does okay. extra damage. Okay. Uh, also, it's um, a mighty glow stick. Cool. So you bonk this thing in the face with your mace. Yeah. It hurts. It. So, I whiffed on one, but I got two hits in, so I'd like to see if I can get one of those hits, like, on the wingish area. Okay? Yeah. You bonk it hard on the wing. But yeah, the first one to the head. Boom, and you come back down and slam the next one down on the wing, sending cracks all the way through. Wang bonker. Um, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, wang wing. Hold on, old wang bonker. Uh, all right, the next group of goblins are going to land on the ground. <laughs> 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 Surrounding you all. 
Then just afraid. <laughs> it is. Oh, you could be. Bailiff? It's Weselton's turn. It was, his turn. It was Weselton's turn after your turn. I'm bad. Yeah, I was really surprised they got, got first before. Yeah. It's your turn. It's okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to back up towards like just that square. Uh huh. And then I'm gonna shoot a fireball Get at. Get in the middle. Firebolt like, or fireball? <laughs> fireball. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, fireball. Since <laughs> <laughs> the four of you flying backwards out of the door. <laughs> I guess I'll hit numero seven. Numero seven sounds good. The one that you moved away from? Ooh. Well, a 12 work. A 12 will not hit. Then I'm gonna just sit there then. Alright. <laughs> uh, you back With up. style. Yeet a fireball, firebolt towards number seven, but just as it lands, it passes directly underneath his little giblets, and he gets a singe on his short goblet, uh, short gargoyle hairs. He yelps. Hey! <laughs> um, next, it is Jericho's turn. Soon it will be Wesselton's turn again because I messed up, but nice. right now it's Jericho's turn. How big are these blocks? Five. We're gonna do five feet. Five. Okay, yeah. cool. So that's me, the green one, right? You're the ranger. You're right. The one that just you just got attacked by the one number one. Okay, so that's. Alright, I'm gonna go up 15 feet, which is a third of my movement speed. <laughs> You're gonna go up past it? I'm gonna go up and right diagonally. Okay. Like straight up above number eight. Like right here? Go, down. Like I'm gonna be like right up on him. Okay. There you go. Right there, right there, fine. Okay. And I'm gonna cast Conjure Barrage. As you leave. Yeah, he can, he can swing a dingy at me. He rolls a 19 to swing a dingy Dang. on you. Uh, yeah, it's. He gets you with eight damage. Nice. On a relieving swipe. <laughs> God, he's all over you, man. These things know how to swipe. The mighty backhand. I'm gonna do Conjure Barrage. Conjure it! Uh, you throw a ma- non-magical weapon or fire a piece of non-magical ammunition into the air and create a cone of identical weapons that shoot forward and then disappear. Each creature in a 60-foot cone must succeed on a deck saving throw Ooh. or take 3d8 damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Nice. That's you spicy. 60-feet cone, so 60-feet long? Yeah. I'm directing it away from my people. Okay. So we got a 60-foot cone going well, I got all of them. Very clever. That looks a bit like, about you like all of hit, those things. Well, if you move far enough away, yeah. yeah. What do you do visually to make that happen? What, what weapon are we firing? Uh, my bow and arrow. Nice. You loose an arrow, it magically multiplies in the air, then shooting down, sticking into the stone, sparking off of the stone. Just a bunch of copies of the original. Right. That's um, cool. All of them are in the are in this cone, so I have to roll what? Uh, dex check against my spell DC, which is 17. Whoa. Uh, number five, eight, number eight fails. Number yeah. seven fails. Yeah. Number six fails. They've all rolled sevens, by the way. <laughs> Um, number 19 succeeds. I'm not, sorry, number 5 succeeds because he rolled a 19. <laughs> um, well, five's farthest away, too. So, 8, 7, 6 are going to take how much damage? 3d8. These are like magical arrows now. Yes, sir. If you ask me. That is 13 damage. 13 damage to 8, 7, and 6. That's... Those all take that damage. They all go... As arrows just jet, jet into them. The final one takes half that, right? Yeah. Number 5 takes 7. An arrow goes into his... Uh, on my first uh, turn per initiative... I get an extra, I can do like an extra attack, uh-huh. so I'm going to do that. With my other hand, I withdraw a sword, and I'm going to chop the fella in front of me. That's a, oh, I got a plus 11 to that, jeez, that's a 20 to hit. That'll hit, roll damage. Oh, yeah. 2 plus 5 is 7, plus 3d6 for my sneak attack damage, because I'm Nice. Rogue. So that's 7 plus a 6, 13, 15, 21. 21 damage? Yeah. Very nice. <coughs> All right. So that one, you take your you take your sword out and jam it through one of the wings of this gargoyle, effectively removing the wing. The wing clatters to the ground, and the pieces of concrete that held it together just rattle apart, no longer remaining uh, held together by the medicals that held it together. Um, but the gargoyle remains standing, ready to attack you. Dermot, yes, it is now your turn. Oh. So I'm gonna go and 
I'm gonna use a magic item called Bracer of Flying Daggers. This armband appears to have thin dagger strapped to it. Okay. As an action, you can pull up to two magic daggers from the bracer and immediately hurl them, making a ranged attack with each dagger. The dagger vanishes if you don't hurl it right away, and the daggers disappear right if they hit or miss. The bracer never runs out of daggers. Cool. Is this the thing you had, or is this the thing you got? It's the thing I got. In the meantime. In the, in the interim. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna hit number four and five with daggers. Okay. Also, yeah, now would be the time if you guys want to make up some really powerful magic items that you have. Go ahead. There's a sword of Zeriel. I thought about getting it, but I was like, nah. Too much. Too much. I'm good, but I will have it known that since our first adventure, I always keep a log of meat in my in my pack. <laughs> meat log. It seems to have bring us to have brought us luck. You have. I had like a giant like dried salami kind of thing. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, yeah we had the tin armor full of meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember I remember that. Yeah, I remember from that. this very moment. I it's, forgot what happened to him, but he died. His, um, like, he his got, arm kept got getting crushed. Yeah. Yeah, he held open the thing for us. Oh, yeah. He held the door. <clears throat> but he made it all the way to Strahd. I'm pretty he sure. Because Strahd was uh, shooting fireballs at him, and it smelled like cooking meat. He said yeah. it smelled like a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of smoked sausages or something. I love it. And, like, flaming grease was, like, popping out of his joints and stuff. Yeah. Um, so That's how do you even do... Each dagger. Okay, yeah, so it's each dagger. Okay, so um, 18 to hit number four. Out hit. Okay. Um... Uh, crit fail to hit number five, so number four is gonna take damage. Okay. Um, that's gonna be 20 damage. All right. For my boy. No, wait, no, no, I'm sorry, hang on. Um, it's like 18 damage. 18? Yeah, yeah. call it 20. Uh, <laughs> you hurl, you hurl a magical dagger. Super cool item, by the way. You just, like, bring a dagger up and throw it. That very, that very does much resonate with me. I love a good thrown primitive weapon. Yeah. Um, the dagger just sinks directly into the face of this gargoyle. Um, and it disappears afterwards, but not before the damage has been done. Chunks of it. Jump off. The gargoyle disappears? The dagger disappears. The dagger disappears. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I was about to say, hey, that's one good dagger. What yeah. else you got, Dermot? Anything? Um, that's my action. That's all okay. No movement or anything? No, I'm gonna let them come for me. Okay. They can, they can bring it on to me, to my, to my body. Weselton, bring it on to their bodies. I'm on, I guess, kind of like over here. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I can. Yeah. You try to sprint between these two? Uh, yeah, kind of like. Once I get like there, I don't move, I guess. Right here? Uh, yeah. Okay. You sprint over there. And then I do Thunder Wave. Alright. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15 cube originating from you must take a constitution saving throw. Okay. When a failed save, a creature takes 2d6 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. When a successful uh, save, the creature takes half damage and as much damage and isn't pushed. An, addi- an additional unsecured objects that are completely within the area of the effects are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you by the spell's effect. The spell's immense of thunderous boom are audible at 300 feet. Okay, so you do a big kaboom thunder wave. <laughs> I can just see myself like me. little time, just like hands like clap and then boom. <laughs> like it's a, it's kind of like a lag, like boom. Yeah. I like the picture guys of a plasmoid clapping, like you swing your hands out and then a bunch of juice goes towards it. <laughs> you just have these big mitten hands that <laughs> clap together. A ten. We'll probably not save against your spell save DC. You don't, you don't roll. Yeah. Plus proficiency, plus intelligence, so it's 11 plus 3, 14. Save DC is 15. Alright, that's a fail. Oh, yeah. <coughs> uh, so number 7 is going to fail. I'm going to count number 5 just barely in that radius. Okay, 6 and 7 are getting hit. Uh, 7 saves, 6 do- seven does not save, 6 does. He goes out to the middle. 6 doesn't move. What's that damage? Uh, 13 on a failed, and then a 6 on a failed. I mean, yeah. 13 on a failed, and then a 6 on a successful save. You got it. Alright. Okay, so you so knock one gargoyle back. His wings were out, so the shockwave pushes him back. His feet scrape across the floor, digging holes into the bottom. Six digs his claws into the ground and holds it while bits of his body shake off of him um, and piddle through the floor. Anything else? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And then I think that's all I can do. I did movement and action. You did? That's it. No bonus action or anything? No, I don't think I can do any bonus action. Okay. No. Hearing the noise, uh, I'm gonna turn around and just like, oh, good job. Whatever you're doing is. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jericho bleeding. <laughs> As usual. Um, Abby, you've taken a lot of damage. Yeah, that one dude hit me like eight times. Yeah, he hit you a good bit. Yeah, On a scale of one to 150, where are we? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are, what's your HP maximum? Uh, my HP max is 143, my current HP is 119. How you fine. 
All right, that's an, that's all for their turn. Reginald, it is now your turn. You're surrounded by gargoyles. Uh, what will you do? I am. I'm a fighter. I'm gonna swing my big old honking mace right in his forehead. Okay. I'm going for number two. All right, bonk him good. Twenty nine to hit. Twenty nine will definitely hit. All right, I'm gonna see if I can go for 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 two and then one and three. I get three hits. Does that count for your crit thing you learned about? Um, that's eighteen, nineteen, or twenty. That's that's seventeen. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. Good. So you're trying to bonk number two. Number two, number two, got it. Number one was a nineteen. Also will hit. All right. And number three was a twenty-two. All hits. All right. Let's roll some. So you just whack them all. Them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're all lined up. I'm thinking like three Stooges slap, where it's like all three across oh, the board. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so concrete and bits of stone just shoot off everywhere as you bang these guys in the heads. All right. One gets a seven. Seven damage. One gets a ten. One gets a ten. Okay. And then the one you said has seven. Yeah. Seven, ten, and ten. All right. Your choice. Chef's choice. I got them. So these are not. These are definitely the worst looking gargoyles that are around. These are missing chunks. These are moving a little bit slower. They are not feeling too terribly great about their lives right now. Um, anything else you'll do with your turn? That's it. I mean, I'm just. I'm. I've got these two acid-colored fellas. One of them just tried to bite my shoulder. Yep. So. Is that all you got? Bah! Perfect. Right across all three of them. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Uh, now it's going to be uh, five, six, seven, and eight's turn. Um, is at this moment, number five is moving to Dermon as well. Uh, number six is coming over here to Gooey Boy. Ooh. And seven and eight are moving their way over here. We all make it pretty good over here. Um, number five is going to try to hit you with those claws again. Z-Boyd. Uh, an unnatural 20. Yikes. An unnatural 20 and a uh, 24. Those hit both probably. Um, five. Ooh, you luck out. Uh, four, 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 thir- 15 <laughs> You luck out. 15 damage. <laughs> you get swiped twice. It <laughs> claws you as you have two gargoyles on you. Um, number six is coming over here to Plasma. And he says, what are you? Uh, what is it? No, nope, I mean, it's not your long one. Uh, what does it look like? He says, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Vomits acid <laughs> at you. Um, he uses his acid thing. You need to roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. Wait, you are you are immune to acids, are you not? I'm resistant to it. Actually. That's good news. Is your cool wizard hat resistant? No. Oh, I have advantage. Holy cow! Let's go. On this? On dexterity saving throws? Oh yeah, on advantage on uh, poison and uh, acid damage on saving throws. Well, okay, cool. Actually, let me read that. But you have advantage on saving throws against the being poisoned. Oh, this is acid, correct? Correct. So that is a seven. That's not a seven. You do not dodge. But you do have resistance to acid, you said. I do. Okay. So half damage, correct? Yep. I'm gonna about. You're gonna need it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so four, <coughs> ten, eleven, oh. uh, thirteen, nineteen, twenty-two, twenty-three. You take twenty-three damage, which means you actually half. only take twelve. Yeah. Right. Thank God that wasn't half. <laughs> twenty-three wasn't half. Yeah. yeah. You take 12 damage from the acid spraying like at and through your body. Let me roll this real quick. He does not recharge. That one is incapable of aciding again. Um, all right, number seven and eight. They are each gonna try to take a bite out of you. No, yeah, to take a bite out of you, Mr. Jericho. Uh, 18 to hit. Yeah. Versus, good God. Versus a 26 <laughs> to yeah. hit. All right, you, you get bit both times. Roll a constitution saving throw. You too. That's a, uh, a 12. Oh boy, you've been poisoned, sir. No! You have been poisoned. So you're also going to take one, uh, six, and. That's not nine. <laughs> There's no nine on the D6. Well, you're going to take 12 damage, and you're poisoned. I forget what the poison thing means. I can look it up real quick. Can I take. Wait, how much damage was it the most damage from one of them? Oh, shoot. You, you did get hit with both bites, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so it's 12 from one? Yeah. Right. 
16 damage from the other one? I'm gonna half that one. Okay. So 20 damage total. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, my man. Mm, fun. That's not too bad. At least it's not damaging you. Um, you can uh, use your. I think every turn of yours you can de poison yourself from. Roll a constitution. Roll a constitution to de poison, absorb the poison. Just suck out your own poison. Um, Alright, it is now Jericho's turn. Cool. Destroy them! Uh, what can I do? You had some cool moves a minute ago. I do, I always have cool moves. But that's on my first turn. First turn is. Like, I get an extra 10 feet of movement on the first turn, and if I hadn't done the bow thing with the spell, I could have done like two more attacks. Mm. Hmm. We're having a rough, we have a bit of a rough time. You never know how something like this is going to go until you do it. True. That is true. But I'm just going to smack him around a smack little bit. Smack him around a little bit. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, first fella on the, the leftward side there. Uh-huh. Number seven. Yep. I'm just gonna whack at him. Whack at him! That's a... That's a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Cool. So that's... Oh, well, I got max damage on that. That's 11 damage. Excellent. 11 damage on number seven. And you then, swipe at him. Knocking off chunks of concrete with your sword. And then I get... Mm -hmm. I'm a smack eight this time. Okay, smack him. Smack time. Ooh, nat 20. Nice! Double that damage up. That's a, oh, a six again. Cool. So that's 12 plus five is 17. 17? Nice. Excellent. Gar, uh, gargoyle number eight. And then no I'm going to run down towards the wizard. All right. You All take right. your sword. After sla slapping some concrete off of the face of number seven, you bring your sword back to your side and then ram it through the chest of this other gargoyle. It passes through stone and magic. You twist it one good time, and the gargoyle dissipates from around your sword as you hold it out forward. You immediately sprint down towards... The wizard boy, is that where you want to be? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't take a attack of opportunity. Alright, cool. Why'd you do that earlier then? Because I, uh, you have to make a weapon attack on them. Okay. I still incur attack of opportunity. If you don't hit anybody. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it, I don't even have to hit. As long as I make the attack. Okay, cool. Then they still can't hit me. Was that fancy footwork? Something like that. Yeah, because he's got fancy feet. Alright. Oh, okay, never mind. That's actually kind of a cool feature. Okay. You sprint down to, to uh, the <coughs> Wesselton there, um, making it German's turn now. Oh. One gargoyle's uh, off the board. <laughs> Swashbuckler is like the duelist class. Like okay. as long as you're doing one v one, you're pretty much unstoppable. That's cool. I'm gonna cast Spare the Dying on Gargoyle number four. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead on Gargoyle number four. Okay. Um, it is a one action cantrip. You point at one creature you can see within range, uh, and the sound of a dolorous bell fills the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or take uh, dolorous necrotic damage. If it's missing any hit points, it takes D12 necrotic damage. It is missing hit points per level. Is all this happening simultaneously? It's currently currently rolled a five. It fails. <laughs> um, so it's going to take 4d12 necrotic damage. Oh, Baba! Uh, that's a big old 34. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God, that's going to be terrifying for these gargoyles. And then I think, I don't know... It doesn't. Well, no, it fills the air around it. Yeah, so at least like the three of us would be able to get. Yeah. Um, that's an action. I'm gonna use a bonus action to cast Healing Word on Weasleton. 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 Um, so he's gonna get back 19 hit points. And oh, I'm get, that is uh, more than I need. hit points. All right, what's what's the what's the word? What do you say? How do you do it? Yeah, so yeah, okay. I picture like you're standing there. There's a gargoyle. There's two gargoyles in front of you, and you point at the one. My like, eyes glow yeah, black. You, and then like the, the bells ring, boom, boom, and then it just looks at you, and its eyes, like, <laughs> its eyes roll back in its head, and it just crumbles in front of you. And then you turn over and say, "Heal!" It's like you like you pull the life from this thing and send it over there to the wizard. Like I like this idea that the you guys are remembering that he's new and that you like you gotta con you're not, you're doing your adventure thing, but also you're making sure that Squishy Boy is not getting hurt too bad. Um, that's two gargoyles down. I also regained four hit points. Excellent, because life bear. Very cool. 
Um, I'm just gonna turn and stare at Garnel number five. <laughs> With Halo full tilt, just look at him. Yeah. It's, it's teeth are chattering <laughs> pretty good. Am I far enough away from him that I'm no longer in his halo of light? Am I in darkness now? How big is your halo? Uh, ten feet right, ten feet dim. So, 20 so yes, you're out. Sweet. So I'm Barely, invisible. you're right on the edge. The torches that were on the pillars closest to you, Jericho, are definitely out because of the thunderclap earlier. Okay. But it is now... So am I dim or dark? You're currently in dim light. This room is not pitch dark. Okay. I would say, right? His cool hat is glowing. My stick is glowing. Yeah. Torches are glowing. There's some light <laughs> on the other side of that room. Um, it is now Dermot's turn? Dermot just had his turn. Uh, I'll take it is turn. So, since everything's happening so fast, whenever I take out acid, mm-hmm. I'd like to kind of like move it towards my hand and then do acid splash back. Nice. That's well, if everything works. Is that something you can do? Oh, yeah, it's a cantrip. You have acid splash. Yeah. You just, you want the flare. I, I like that. Yeah, I kind of just want to like move it and then kind of get ready for it. Yeah. Change his color as it yeah. travels down the arm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And you that is cool. Acid splash back at the gargoyle. Let's see how it works. Uh, they have to succeed on a saving throw. What DC kind? 15. What kind? Uh, acid. What kind of saving throw? Oh, uh, dexterity, my bad. They critically succeed. Dang. Okay. Is switching weapons a free action? Um. I think we ruled that technically if you've already got a weapon out, but pulling a weapon out is free, right. putting it back in its sheath on the same turn costs an action. Mm. Okay. So you can't like do the same thing twice without taking an action. I have a bow in my left hand and a sword in my right hand. We've swapped before. Yeah, yeah I can. So I can swap the bow for a sword? Well, yeah, yeah, if, you, if you've yet. already got the bow out, you just put your sword away as a free action. Okay. No, I don't want the bow. I want, I want the second sword. I say take it, it out. Take, take it out. Take it out. I whip it out. Whip it out. Alright, so at, what happens to the Ashes Flash? I don't know. Uh, you said it uh, succeeds, right? Mm-hmm. Then nothing happens. Right, it just so gets on him. The gargoyle flaps up into the air. The acid misses him by a hair mm-hmm. as he drops back to the ground and laughs. <laughs> Still kind of new to this. Ah, you'll get it. Uh, it is now gargoyle numero <coughs> un, deux, and tres turn. Um, let's see. Number one says, uh, don't worry, I'll get him this time, and he acid breaths you. <laughs> he vomits acid upon you. So roll a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Dexterity saving throw. Best. Crit, crit success. Crit success, amazing. Yeah. Alright, so you, d- again, plus one, plus, plus three. A br- again, you throw your shield up, the acid shoots up into the air, this time spraying on number two, who rolls a dexterity saving throw, who crit fails. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. The saving throw. These guys are their own worst enemies. They are, four. Nine. Uh, 14. Woo! 20. God dang, 25! Woo! Uh, 29. Woo! Oh, 30, 35. Okay, glad I didn't get hit. 35 damage on this thing. Um, and the acid 35 damage lands on number two, which is enough to just melt him where he stands. Yeah! Number two, because you blocked it in that way, number two. Uh, just gets acid shot on him, like it, it hits your shield and just like shoots off very hard directly onto the head of this gargoyle that just dissolves down. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> uh, says gargoyle number one. He attempts to recharge his acid breath. He is successful. Um, number three is then going to say, he's going to clink his teeth together again and try to bite you. This guy has a real problem with biting. Uh, he rolls a 26 to bite you. Oh, yeah. Roll a constitution saving throw. 17. You succeed. Hey! You succeed. You are not poisoned, but you do take the... Piercing damage. Yeah. Oops. That was three, nine, uh, twelve piercing damage. <laughs> Same thing he bites another hunk out of the back of your shoulder. It's always after the one shoulder. It's Reginald's done. Alright, I want to turn around and smack number three upside his head. Okay. With a 27. That'll work. Yeah. So I'm going to do it again because I don't like him biting me like Why don't that. Why you roll damage first? No. That close? You might. Eight. Maybe. Okay, eight damage is not going to kill him. Mm. I'm do it again. Sixteen. Why are you rolling to get eight damage on this mace at level 18? It was a <laughs> uh, plus six, so it was a... Wait, what did you... It was roll? a two plus six. Okay. <laughs> All right, that actually, makes sense, I guess. Actually, no, 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 no
Let's attack. Oh, they've got a plus 12, so yeah. I was about to say, it seemed like 8 damage for your mace if it hits is a little bit low at level 18. Oh, damage is plus 6. Okay. Damage plus 6. Gotcha. So I guess it wasn't eight if you rolled a two. Yeah. Um, so you slam him one good time. Number three, uh, eight is not enough to take him out, but it's enough to knock a wing off of him. Okay. I got one more swing. Swing at him. This is your second swing, right? Um, first. One swing for eight damage. One swing hit. Because eight. we're doing two swing now. That's a two. Right, no, a fourteen. A fourteen will not hit, but on a two swing. A nineteen. A third swing will hit. Yeah. With a nine. That'll do. So you bonk, you bonk him twice on the head. The second time, the mace enters his mouth, crushing his teeth all the way back, knocking the top of his head off. Yeah. The gargoyle falls in pieces on the floor. No biting! Swiper, no biting! That means it's now gargoyle five, six, and seven's turn. Number five is coming at you, Dermon, and it's going to try to hit you with some acid breath. I guess I'll try to. Roll a deck save. Roll uh, dex save. Uh, got a 13. You don't save. I don't save. Unfortunately. You're going to take a lot of damage here from acid. Unless you have something to negate it. Alright. One. Two. <laughs> four. <laughs> there we go. That's a 10. Uh, so far, so 11. Good. No, 12. 15. Uh, 20. You take 20 acid damage. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, the acid is dripping off of you as it burns your skin as the gargoyle laughs. It's going to try to recharge its acid breath. You'll pay for that. It is unsuccessful. <laughs> it shivers. Uh, number six, turning towards uh, Jericho, who has just arrived, uh, is going to... Actually, no, turning towards the little goblin, little juicy yeah. boy who tried to take him out. He's going to try to reach his and claw a piece of your face off wherever your face might be. Uh, so he's going to roll a 17 to do that. Oh! Sweet. <laughs> so... I have an AC of 16, but Tactical Wits lets me uh, use my reaction to uh, gain a plus 2 to my AC, so that almost hits. Alright, very cool. So, it's a, it's about to hit, and then you raise up, you're holding a sword and shield or something? Mm -hmm. You raise up your shield and bonk his hand away. But he's gonna try one more time. Please don't. Uh, this time he rolls an unnatural 20 to hit you. Ooh, that, that, that will hit. Um, that means you're gonna take... 4, 7, 11 damage from the claw, swiping at your weirdly not physical body. Some of your goop lands on the floor. Uh, that's nasty. It is now number seven's <laughs> turn. Jericho just looks down at it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, police dad. Number seven. Seven is lonely. Seven, number seven happen. is going to fly into the air huh. and use its acid breath. Yeah. On all three of you, hoping that it could at least take Wait. the two bad guys out. Even his buddy. Even his buddy. He's just going high. He's going to drop the acid <laughs> from on high. <laughs> hoping that his buddy's going to get out of the way. Everybody, roll dex thirty seven throws. Gargoyles in, in D and D are weird. Yeah. I, I've, I've taken some liberties in the last few moments. It's all good. <coughs> they, they didn't 13. 13. No, 21. Jericho, you save, you take no damage. You Wait, do not save, you will take damage. Poison? Yeah. So, disadvantage. disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Poison. Poison. 11. Oh, so you don't save, unfortunately. None of you save. Wait, poison mm. back. Acid. Okay, yeah, that's something. None of you save, but you do take half, half damage. I do. Uh, 4. 10. Oh. 13. 18. 23. Yikes. 29. 31 damage. Half of that being, we'll call, what, 16? Yeah. Half, so that's a lot of acid damage. Uh, it is enough acid damage to completely melt number 6. <laughs> so I take 31? You do take 31 damage, unfortunately. Nice. Did you beef these things up? No, I beefed how, them I beefed them How down. in the world was a <laughs> level 8 supposed to, like, this would kill a level 8 in one hit. Um, Strong's is supposed to be a very difficult campaign. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're, this was only if you came back in this room. I mean, you could always run away from them if you're. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> they're not supposed to. They probably not follow you out of the room. Anyway, uh, yeah, you take a lot of damage, and that gargoyle melts. He says, 
worth it, I guess. Worth it again. Let's see, let's see. That makes it Jericho's turn. What you gonna do? Hey, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna use this video. I have a lightning arrow, but it does like a 10 foot area of effect damage. No, it's more than 10 feet above you. It's 20 feet above you. Oh, nice. How convenient. No, I didn't fly just 10 feet. It's not very high. That's true. Um, that's pretty high. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna attack it with a lightning arrow then. Okay. Um, I cast it as a bonus action, blah blah blah. Next time I make an attack with this weapon during the spell duration, which is one minute. I'll attack roll as normal. Do I get disadvantage on this too? Attack roll, yeah. Okay. The poison. Okay. I got a nat 20 and <laughs> a 12 plus 11. That'll do. So That'll hit. 23. Okay. The target takes 48 lightning damage on a hit, or half as much damage on a miss, instead of the weapon's normal damage. Whether you hit or miss, each creature within 10 feet of the target must make a dexterity saving throw, blah blah blah, they take damage too. Alright, roll that damage, full damage, because mm. you hit him. Yay. <laughs> now what I add, sneak attack damage to this. I don't think you're gonna need it. Oh wait, but you might. Seven. Would uh, you have cast it sneakily? Well, it doesn't matter. If he's alone, apparently he gets it from whatever. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you would. 17 is enough. But this is on a weapon attack, so... You fire your flies. arrow at the flying acid-dripping gargoyle. Where the arrow flies, colliding directly with underneath one of its armpits. It goes in and then whoosh, lightning damage courses through it. And then it brittles to the ground. Yeah. Falling in little pieces. The gargoyle has been dead. Um, and I guess I'm a... I'm a fire another arrow. That's my attack action. I can still do an extra attack. Okay. I'm a fire one at... Josh's uh, uh, gargoyle. Okay, far it. That's not very, right, that was low enough. That was a uh, 15. That will not hit. Okay, yeah. You fire your arrow and it sails just between the two of them and arrow flies by your face. Uh, Reginald. Hey, what was that? Uh, sorry, it's uh, I got something, I got a bug, I think. <laughs> I'm just taking a brief moment just to give you a big shrug, like, but, but, just as bad as Poison, poison, acid, acid poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Dermon's turn now. Dermon. I'm gonna go to that blue line. Okay. Backing on up. Backing on up. Um, and doing so, number five is gonna swipe at you as you go away. He failed. Crit fail. Twenty-one and a twenty-nine to hit. Uh, with what? My daggers. Nice. You throw. Two daggers. Both of them hit. Fourteen and nineteen. Fourteen and nineteen. That's gonna be enough to lock him down. You throw one dagger. It hits him right between the legs. Did you try that? Right in his crotch arena. Oof. Is that on your purpose? Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? You send one to his crotch. As soon as he looks down, <laughs> another, <laughs> another dagger. Honestly, I made the same thing. <laughs> if someone threw a knife and it stabbed through my through my nose, I would definitely go. <laughs> it's like Tim Allen's Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. As soon as he looks down, <laughs> the top of his gargoyle head visible, another knife flies through. Severing his brainstem if it's in there. Uh, it crumbles to the ground. It's bad for the guy at this point. Wait, wait, do I have to like make a constitution? Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. It snaps to it. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, you have to make a constitution saving throw to depoison. Like, I have to physically. As an action. That's, I mean, I can do it. Is there a light enough to do it? Alright. I have lesser restoration. <laughs> yeah. there, but it still takes an action, so it doesn't matter. The floor is littered with, with gargoyle parts. Yeah. It is now. What else you do you want to Anything? You do anything? No. Okay. It's Wesselton's turn now. I'm not sure if I got that. You know one. All right, you step to the side, put up your jiggly hand. Fire from your heart. I shoot with this one. <laughs> Eleven. Fire from your heart passes through your arm and sails directly into the pillar next to the gargoyle. 
That's all right, buddy. You'll, you'll get it next time. The silhouette of the gargoyle is illuminated even more brightly by a flash of sparks behind it for Reginald. Um, it is now... What else? you want to do anything? I can't do anything else. It is now gargoyle number one's turn. Um, gargoyle number one is going to do its best to go out with a bang. It's going to try to bite you real hard, Reggie. Uh, rolled a 19 to bite you. Negative, sir. A 19 will not help you. It goes in with your teeth, with its teeth. With it my teeth? With his teeth. his teeth. It chomps down on the end of your shield, allowing you advantage on your next attack. Ooh, I got advantage? Yeah, sure. On this one attack. 25 to hit. 25 to hit. You bonk him a good time. Eight damage. Eight damage is, hurts him, but he's not dead. His, so face, his face cracks. All right. 19 to hit. 19 hits. And 19 to hit. 19 hits again. So, 10 damage and 10 damage. You go back to swing the third time, but by that point, after two big slams to the face, his head crumples off the end of your shield. Yeah. And you are now alone in the silence as gravel and concrete pitters to the floor where they used to be. there used to be eight gargoyles. You have succeeded. Yay! That was a nice warm-up. That was pretty fun. Yay! Uh, Everybody's still alive. I think I'm going to be out of practice. I'm uh, a little banged up. I don't know how anyone could survive that. No, no, no. We all survived. We did it pretty well. Yeah. How, how are you looking... There you go. <laughs> I lost a piece. <laughs> I, I lost some. Hey, can you, uh, can you like put that back on? Or is it just is it gone? It's, it's, always, I mean, it's kind of like you're blinded. It's, it'll just regenerate over time. Alright, that makes sense. You look like you took some took some wear. How are you feeling? Uh, scale of 1 to 52. Uh, I feel fine now that one hit. I did feel but uh, I think I feel fine. Didn't you take, you took like 17 years? He's a half. Yeah, I'm a half. Okay. Hey, tell, yeah. tell you what, I'm rummaging in my, my packers. I, I hand you the, a potion of superior healing. Yeah, I think I yeah. got one in too. Hey, wrap uh, your lip around that. See if it don't make you feel better. All right. I'm going to just put it in my head and then it just goes down. <laughs> Four. Twenty-nine. <coughs> nine. Dang. That's why I have superior <coughs> healing. I'm going to walk over to uh, Jericho. How are you feeling, Molly? You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm uh... I'm probably feeling about two fifths of what I normally feel. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a potion though. Don't worry about it. Save your, save your wizardry for somebody else. Fine. I appreciate it though. What about you, how you, how you feeling? You oh, I'm, I'm just now loosened up. Let's go find some more. Wait, wait. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm gonna heal myself if no one else objects. No, no, you, you go right ahead. You Do it right ahead. Uh, no, that's not right. <laughs> Never <laughs> I did 52 damage, that's not what I want. 8 D4 um, plus 8, that's a lot. Reverse! I'm gonna use one of my channel divinity features. Ooh! Um, oh, 8 D4, my bad. Where is it? Uh, not bad, it's right here. Preserve life. So you do choose any creatures under 30 feet of you, divide hit points among them, blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, 5 times your cleric level. So I got 90 points. I used 52. Wait. Do you need something? I can use like a squeeze of it. Cause I've got. That's 25. Yeah. I'll, I'll be using a bit. Take, oh. take 25 of my points. Ooh, nice. Is that 77? I'm back. Finish spell, my boys. 17 plus 8, 25. 25. I'm gonna shoot 13 your way. Do it. So 25 plus 13 is 38. Yeah. You're still pretty pretty low, aren't you? Uh, yeah, but I should be fine. I got the heels, bro. Right. Just finished a gargoyle fight, headed for Strahd von Zarvich. I should be fine. With <laughs> 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 my help. Uh, can we do this? The oh, yeah, yeah, actually easier than the gargoyles. Yeah. <laughs> if I do recall, I guess I believe I guess we're just making wizards easier than several other little enemies. Yeah, if I could get a little bit of shade, I'd be doing a lot better. I cannot do that for you. I know. Everybody seems to. Everybody <laughs> wants to make light, and make everybody happy, and shiny, and make light of the situation. I'm gonna, yeah, it's funny. I'm gonna you got a big old glowing sword, don't you? <laughs> We're using a mace right now. It's also glowing, is it not? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, none of my things will fireball explode. Yeah, it's alright. I'm gonna give you one of the potions of superior healing. That's the one. I know, but you two fifths of your normal, and you got like 38 hit points back. I got. I'm at 106 now. Okay. 
Never mind then. Good, bro. Strong! Come out wherever you are! Strong, we've been over this, it's strong. Right, right, right. Is it Reginald? Right, right, right. Ignore him. Reginald? We just call him Reggie. Reggie? Can I do that? No, no, no. Mr. Reginald. No, 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 Mr. Reginald. Just Reggie. Reginald. I don't think yelling his name would be. Don't you think like sneak attack would like get him from like sneak attack instead of yelling? Oh, no. Strong, he's a strong, strong. He's a bit of a pussycat, really. He's a bit of a drama queen and all, but yeah, he's fine. Doesn't sound like. No, no. He's the vampire? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had interactions before. He's fine, he's fine. I'm still all for sneak attack. I love sneak attacks, they're funny. Yeah, I think we're sitting there sitting there playing his big pop organ and all of a sudden arrows just out of nowhere. Yeah, aren't you more accurate when they would be pretty funny? It's they don't really matter, it's just it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. You could sneak in. We could distract him, you could be away from the group. And we can see how that works. Yeah, I like it. We also don't know where he is or what he's doing. Things have changed this time. If we could uh just Extinguish the light in the room since everybody has either a glowing weapon or dark vision. <laughs> Alright, fine. I can sneak in way easier. Stick my leaf back in my back. Go ahead of us? Yeah, I might, I might need some help with the uh, darkening the room depending on how many sources of light there are. Uh, I can control fire. I kind of need to keep yeah, this I one. Yeah, I can. Pull into my halo. That's fine. I just will keep great distance from you. Was they a fast? Have you used the fire? But it didn't save you. Don't waste a slot. It's cantrip. Oh, okay. Yeah, shape water is cantrip, too. It's fire. We'll just see what's going on when we get in there. If it's just like one big fire in a fireplace, I can just be like... Yeah. Beyond! Can we still hear the organ music? The organ music um, oh, is still playing, but it's like just bouncing around all around inside the house. Um, you do guys, as you finish this conversation, you guys talk about planning what you're going to do next. You do hear the doors, those big doors that were closed on the other side of you. Um, you hear those doors open. I just imagine as, like, if this does become a yearly thing, we keep coming back and we destroy a little bit more of God's <coughs> castle every time, so eventually he's just got, like, a mobile home train. <laughs> just kicking in, he's sitting on a lazy boy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> just, the, same, the same from the cover. He's gonna have, like, the chair from the cover. Yeah. He just kick it open, and at this point, he's, like, on crack. <laughs> and he's just like, damn y'all, man. That's all I got. Hey, you all, man. Damn y'all, ain't no blood left in this place. <laughs> leave it alone. Just leave it alone. I, got I was kind of thinking about it. Like, if we, like, refresh this, like, every year, It'd be cool to come back, and it's like, <coughs> people are getting, like, this note all over the place, but you come in, and the Barovia has been turned into, like, a tourist trap, yeah. and no one can escape. <laughs> I had the same idea, like, that final encounter with Strahd or whatever, it's like, you keep coming back year after year, we'll be right here, over and over, <laughs> and over. <laughs> one year we can't get together, we just create, like, a little blurb where it's, we're all just sitting there at his coffin when he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> no time. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Yeah, let's go. That's for next year. Yeah, the doors open. Yeah, so the doors, those big doors open down that hallway that you guys walked down last time you were here. If you remember, there's this big hallway. Um, it's very dark. This grand hallway is choked with dust and stretches into the darkness ahead. Webs hang from the arched ceiling like drapes and life-size statues of knights line the hallway on both sides, their eyes seeming to watch you. That's what you see when those doors open beyond this area that you're in. Remember, you do have this open dark area that you probably remember leads you back to where his dining room is. And then to your left is this big staircase that you guys never went up a long time ago. But you do remember that the fateful combat, the end of your adventure, occurred down this hallway. Uh, and as those doors open, looking down those hallways, you can hear the pitter-patter of feet running away from you and echoing back towards you. And what you hear from way down this hallway is the following sound. Master! Master! Don't defeat the gargoyles! They're likely on their way here, Master Peter! The preparations are almost complete! I believe they're coming this way! Master! How, how far away would you say he is? Um, <coughs> he is, uh... And how long has he been working on that sinus infection? 
I've been nursing it a while. <laughs> How much spit is actually on the... Damn, he's creating a trap just to spit. He's probably like 50 feet away from you down this big long hallway. Cool. 50. Cool. Hang on, guys. I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm going to use my feline agility to right up on him. I've got 40 feet. He's 50 feet. Now I've got 80 feet. Okay, so you're gonna sprint. He's you're gonna try to sprint to him. He's run away from you. He's running to the opposite door. I want to. Well, I'll, I want to. I want to tackle him. Okay, you sprint towards him <laughs> like a cat just pounce on him. But you, you sprint towards him. You're almost at the other end. You're pretty much tackling him almost into these closed doors. They're not even really closed. They're like cracked on the end. He's headed for the open, kind of open doors. And you, you you run into the back of him and grab him. Uh, roll, I guess, like an attack roll. You roll over him. As you see him, as you approach him, you see a small man, uh, a, or man-shaped creature. It's definitely got a, a man shaped head but it's running around on two like large bird legs uh and his arms are scaly like that of a a an alligator or a, are they scaly they're not really scaly alligators like leathery mm-hmm. leathery he's got like reptilian arms kind of and you recognize this person as one of the mongrel folk that you met in your original campaign you never met this person before but you tackle them to the ground um you, and he immediately tries to get away so he's gonna roll against your strength to try to get out from under you. Um, he's underneath you and he says, Get off of me! Get off of me! I need to get back to the mosque! They're like. He's like cursed, or is he here willingly? Do I, do I remember? I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't remember. You, you, the other guy, you never really got much of his story, I don't believe, the one you met in the castle. Um, it could have gone either way, it could have been a toss up. Okay. Um, I guess that's what I want to ask him. Uh, I'm gonna like. Kind of like. Well, here, he's trying to get out. He rolled a, uh, a 13. Against your strength. Okay. Two D dumb enough. I got four. <laughs> he, he slips out of your grip. <laughs> he, he worms his way out of your grip. Um, I think you grumbling that like as you're tackling him. Like, oh, I got four. <laughs> he just like slips out. <laughs> he wiggles his way out of your grip and like grabs onto the door and, and pushes it open in the time that's left uh, between before you get up and like get after him again. And he's up. <laughs> Master, they're here. They're here, Master. <laughs> and as the door's open. Um, this is what you see, Dermot, here, as well as the rest of you from far away. Yeah, I think we've kind of been walking. Yeah, we've been walking down the way towards this action. Walking, I think. Yeah, so you guys see this as he swings the door open. There's this man with, like, the feet of a crane, uh, and these gangly reptilian arms, and, uh, the head of a man calling out to Masta, whoever that might be. Dim, colored light filters through tall, broken, and boarded-up windows of stained glass, illuminating the ancient chapel of Ravenloft, the same place where you defeated Strahd once before. A few bats flutter about near the top of the 90-foot high dome ceiling. A balcony runs the length of the west wall, which is above you at this point, uh, 50 feet above the floor. In the center of the balcony, two dark shapes are slumped in tall chairs. Benches coated with centuries of dust lie about the floor in a jumbled disarray. That's what it would have been, except they have been replaced. The benches are now in, you know, lines, as if this place has been used before. They're not covered in dust. Sorry. They've, this place has been used recently. Uh, beyond the debris, lit by a piercing shaft of light coming through from the moon into this room, an altar stands upon a stone platform. The sides of the altar are carved with boss, bass, boss, bass reliefs. Boss reliefs. Boss reliefs of angelic figures entwined with grapevines. The light from above falls directly on a silver statuette. A cloaked figure is draped over the altar, and a black mace does not do that anymore. Sorry, I've got to commodify anything. There's no mace, there's no figure anymore, please excuse me, but the altar is there. And standing behind the altar, in his chapel, is none other than the very same vampire lord that you killed years ago, Strahd Von Zodovich. He is a vampire as far as, he is a Dracula-looking mf as a Dracula-looking mf could be. No, I say that for humor. That guy looks like Dracula. <laughs> since, since I put away my glowy mace, I still have my shield, so with my free hand, I'm going to... Wave. <laughs> How you doing? Um, 
he is draped in purple and crimson robes. He's got that widow's peak. His hair is slicked back into a tight ponytail. Um, he is looking regal as regal can be. Uh, in this room as well are several mongrel folk. People who look like this guy with the bird legs, but with all differing manner of uh, arms and legs. They have different types of animal body parts attached to them. Uh, and standing behind him as well and around the room are several what look to be vampire spawn. These are not quite fully-fledged vampires that are in control of themselves. These are a more zombie equivalent of vampire. Things that are obviously under Strahd's control. There's a lot going on here in this room. But as you walk in, Strahd raises his arms uh, and he says, Eaglet, you have the you're supposed to have the legs of a bird, not the brain of one. Why are they here already? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> How's it going, Strahd? Well, you know, it's going. I feel like it's going pretty bad for you, seeing us again. Yeah, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased to see you here. Uh, what you guys doing here? Uh, hello, Mr. Strahd. Uh, the invitation that you gave me to save Irina. Oh, I'm, I'm you, here. You, got the, uh, the, you got the letter we sent from... Uh, I forget his name. Oh, God. You're so let me put these let me put these uh, two and two together here. Um, so you got the letter? Yes, Mr. Scott. And you're already for the next you're welcome to for the next few moments. <laughs> um, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Also, everyone, you know what to do. You know what to do. Go, go, do your work. Do your work quickly, quickly. They're here already. Go, 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 go. Uh, and all the mongrel folk, like ants on an hill, just like <laughs> they scatter. They're just like, yeah, come on, hustle, people, hustle, come on. <laughs> they, they they leave the room. We only have all night. The vampires spawner, you know, looking at you, ready to attack. Um, he says, so, you were already, you, you're telling us your letter was delivered to you accidentally, you are friends of these uh, gentlemen. I, I guess so. And we just, we just met him a lot. Oh, yeah, even three, three hours ago, maybe. Oh, wow, right, right. even could not be anywhere, wow, what <laughs> Well, he's yeah. noted it, we figured we'd show him a thing or two, you know? We wanted to give him something easy to take care of for his first real adventure. Right, oh, right. Does. So, what could be simpler than knocking off an old straw? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure you can sense the fact that we we will uh, we will do combat here soon, of course. And I'll oh yeah, cool, cool. You got you you tricked me the first time. I agreed. Yes, you got you you did some exploring and you found some things. But I've been doing some preparations for this moment as well. Now, granted, I did not assume it would be you all here today. I figured eventually some large testicle, or at least wherever the testicles go, adventurers might be coming to, you know, to try to get me. Love's on the list! Look, look, we're not here for your weird fixations. We, we just, we, look, we're here to put you back down again, all right? If you well, just hold hey, a minute. Well, listen, I don't have this. You don't really know that. That was actually, you, that's actually what I was thinking. I, I, really, to be honest, I was saying what I was saying, and I realized, oh, it could be a lady who comes and to, to try to, you know, I'm not sexist, whatever. Um, as well as people, and then, of course, I looked at this fellow here. Obviously, no testicles on me. Um, maybe not obviously, but he can probably make testicles for himself. Oh, yeah. So he can transform his body into, like, 90% testicles. So, let me level with you. Let me level with you. I got to be honest. You killed me last time. I'm very, very serious. And granted, still serious. They are used to be very serious. Um, because of, you know, packed with a otherworldly darkness who wants me to create chaos, things like that. Right, in exchange, right. know, you know, I get me life back. And I had a love for Irina Koyana, which, of course, you stole from me. And right. that, I will have to kill you here in a moment. I'm but, understandable, yeah. Uh, you know, the otherworldly beings, they're like used carriage salesmen. I mean, they're just, they, they target anybody. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, well, the 
what I'm trying to say is, I don't want to be here any more than you want me to be here, to be honest. I was killed in the other world, the patron said, you're not finished yet, go back, do your work. So I'm here again, we're doing the whole Derovia thing again. It's all I got, fellas. So, if this is how it is, I'm going to live. Got to make preparations, got to make sure when people come and knocking, I can do the socket, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, vaguely, it's just very um, unusual term. So, you went from Gru to crazy Russian hacker. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I can Yeah, Gru started out pretty Gru. Um, I'm, I'm trying my best. No, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it works. Oh, I like it. It's pretty good. It's suitable for a more goofy, like, yeah. Strahd's given up. Uh, all this is to say, let, I wanted to be clear, I hate your guts with all that I've got. You killed me and you ruined my life. Right, Things right. were going well for me, in, when, but... Well, well is it really? Going quite quite well before you arrived. Scary dark castle. Right. Unrequited love for somebody who didn't know anything about him. Yeah, family's gone. No, she knew. She knew about me. Yeah. Oh, I well, well, you I bit her on the neck after all. Yeah. yeah. But you can't go around just biting people. Something like that. But then equivalent. Yeah. We we took her to a pool. Do a little hissy fit. Yeah. Don't remind me about that. No, I'll remind you about the pool. Okay. So, I I feel like I'm not making it clear. I really do want to kill. Oh, yeah, sure. We understand. I mean, we're here to kill you, regardless of what you say. Right. Um, but we're going to get the, the, the little guy shot first. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Th I think I'm good. I think I'll... Oh, cast a no, 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 you got this. You got this. A couple spells. Yeah. Oh. What's up? <laughs> He's a vampire. They don't like, like sunlight and stuff. That is true. Don't like the sunlight. Still against the sunlight. Not for me. Um, he checks his watch. He's got a... He's got a he goes for his wrist and then he remembers the time period. <laughs> Pulls out a pocket watch. He says... Or three minutes ago. Okay. Uh, how you been? What's been going on in life? Bad. I don't know. I don't want to see what he's got. I mean, he's not 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 Immediately he says, Oh God! That's hot! <laughs> um, and then it's my nose. Jericho's turn. <laughs> oh, that's combat with Strahd has begun. Um, I have 55 feet of movement. You do have 55 feet of movement, so you can answer. get close. I can't make it to number four. Number four. Oh yeah, number four, sorry. The, that, and these are all vampire spawn. Yeah. Sure. Sweet. You I run, run over it. there. As you run over there, Strahd says, These are my new lovers, please! I'm, I'm going to ignore that, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, what happens to them if we kill you? Or, you just want to leave them? They have no one else to love. Can you, like, send them out? I'll be dead. I'm going to kill it, if you don't. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> I attack. Yeah, he yells for that. Uh, hey, you could have paired it down right there. Uh -oh. What are you doing? <laughs> I got a bad 20. Oh, no, you got the very first one. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to add the sneak attack to that one. Ooh. Okay. Roll damage. So that's 20. Plus five to my attack. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Doubled. Alright. Mm. What with a sword? Yeah. You stab this vampire spawn with your blade for fifty damage, running it through. Is this blade magical at all? Yeah. Nice. You run your plus or one. Silvered. What about silvered? Okay, I like silvered. You run it through this vampire spawn, she screeches. Yeah! 
as you stab her <laughs> and you pull it out. Uh, her flesh pulls out, blood spurts from her belly where you stabbed her for 50 whole damage use. Mm. She's still kicking? She's still kicking. Whoa! <laughs> I'm gonna swing again. Okay, swing again. That is sturdy. That's a 22 to hit. A 22 will hit. Cool. That's a 11 damage. Okay. You slice again, cutting deep into uh, deep into her arm and chest. Still kicking. Still kicking. That's a that hits. The last one did. did that one okay. That's a 27 hit. Yep. That'll hit. Ooh, that's six damage. Six damage. Still kicking. Still kicking. You okay. slice. <laughs> All right. Blood Bonus. spurts everywhere. Bonus action for the offhand. Okay. That's another 27 hit. That'll hit. That's a uh, ten damage. Ten damage. <laughs> you, you absolutely just cut this lady to ribbons. As <laughs> trying to say no, please. Uh, while you sl- while you slash at her, but blood just splurting everywhere out of her undead body, and she's standing in front of you, just like barely still alive, but just barely standing. Like you slice her, your last swipe goes across her knee, and she drops down to one knee, barely still alive. After all the swinging, I'm just like, <laughs> that's that's literally all I got. <laughs> Okay, um, <coughs> Strahd's turn. Strahd is going to point at you, wizard boy. I want you, Scooby-Doo. He's going to hop over his altar and come down here to the edge of this thing, possibly providing himself with a little bit of cover. How big is this room? Pretty big. Um, sorry. This, I mean, this was like 80 feet. He's going to move up like 20. Um, and then it's even wider than it is long. <sighs> it's a big room. Um, <laughs> so he's going to say like, I want, to, I want to test something, and fires a ray of frost at the wizard, the jelly-looking light wizard. A frigid beam of blue-white light streaks toward a creature within range, make a ranged spell attack against the target with disadvantage. Please. Oh yeah, so he rolls a 25 to hit you. Yeah, that's kind of With disadvantage? Why is he disadvantage? Because I'm a protection fighter. I'm nice. staying within five feet, and I almost Put your shield out. Yep. Nice. With disadvantage, he, gets a he rolls a 13. That will not hit. That will not hit. Uh, Reggie puts his shield out, the ray of frost hits the shield, making it very cold to the point where you can feel it as he blasts it with the ray of frost he says, Oh, come on, that's a bad sport! (laughs) That's zesty. That's all you got, though. Uh, Thanks, man. I kind of like the thought of it being less, like, heroic than that. You just, like, push him out of the way. This is how we dodge. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he's coming. Dodge. (laughs) Yeah. Just roll. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good work, boy. (laughs) Now it's going to be Vampire Spawn 1 and 2's turn. They're gonna come leaping over all this furniture, dashing as they go. All right, so they go coming over the the pews towards you. They get all their movement speed out, and they're not able to get towards you. It is now Dermot's turn. Dermot up. I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at uh, Molly. Should I let loose? Do you think this is a good time to let loose? At least draw for the little guy. But everybody else is fair game. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> Tightens his belt again. <laughs> So like, I, I leaned over with the shield, so like, I'm looking at you behind me, I'm like, come on, I mean, you gotta give me my score. Cheers! I'm going to cast a spell. Alright, how far away is <laughs> number three? Dermot is actually... <laughs> <laughs> number, number three is what? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Within range. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Flame Strike. A vertical column of divine fire roars down from the heavens in a location you specify. Each creature in a 10-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range, must make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, <laughs> you just fire. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be 4d6 fire damage and 5d6 radiant damage. Okay, so 40d6. Okay, uh, I roll a what? Nine. You roll dexterity! Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna jump out of the shield on that one. Not you good. They rolled a, they rolled a 20, unnatural 20. Oh! Fail. Nice! Woo! Excellent. Um, so a pillar of fire in this room. <laughs> it comes down. That's only 30 damage. Only 30? That was all those rolls you just did? It was only 30? 96 damage. 
All right. Wait, hold on. Reginald's um, got like that Jack Nicholson grin with the the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Eating like a log. How much radiant damage? Um, the whole log. I, I just rolled all of them so we can say like ten and twenty. Ten fire, twenty. Or we do okay. actually do like thirteen, seventeen. Don't yeah, it don't, it don't do it. Um, I wish it did do it, but it don't do it. All right. So that was number Vulnerable. number three. Number three. You did thirty damage. You said. Yeah, and I'm gonna run over to him. You can hear right. screams of agony from inside this pillar of fire. <gasps> Ribbons! I'm right there, Abalner. No. Oh, you sprinted yeah, over there? Moving over. How much movement you see? You got? I got 40. All right, <laughs> so that's enough. You can get over there. As the as the wall of fire dissipates, that's just me standing there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Okay. I got a hole in my crotch. I just realized in my pants. These are my favorite pants. Sorry, right, Dermot. Like, <laughs> out of character, right? <laughs> no, I got a hole in my crotch. Right? <laughs> a giant pillar of flame yeah. dissipates and we hear this. Your old cat Jimmy just flopping around. <laughs> That's how I cast my spells. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a divining rod. It's how I find evil. <laughs> uh, it's like... Uh, <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> A dragon snake. <laughs> Gotta stand wide for this one. <laughs> <Gonna belch. laughs> oh, yeah, it's like all the evil's dead. Oh, I'm talking about this episode. It's <laughs> 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 plain. Uh, we're, we're, we're recording this episode. Yeah. It's a Halloween special. <laughs> Just listen to Shrod. Do you think I'm serious about this? This is a special. <laughs> this is Halloween. All right. Very funny. I got we're at a church. It's a Halloween. Yep. I'm, a, I'm a cleric too, so. A Halloween. Halloween. Okay. It's now Reginald's turn. What will you do, Reggie? Um, I would like to. I'm going to see exactly what he does. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. And I'm reaching in my pack past the eight pounds of dried sausage. Okay. And I see I have alchemist fire remaining. All right. So I'm going to take one of those and I'm going to chuck it towards number one. All right. A fire grenade. Like, Hold yeah. on. <laughs> oh. So that's that uh, 17. You nail it. So it's 11 plus 6. Seventeen. There's a vampire spawn fella right in front of you, and you, sweet. You're right, be you shatter the alchemist fire on his chest. <laughs> it's an idiot. Exploding on his chest. Did we decide how much damage that did? Uh, I have yes. down a D4, but alchemist fire. I looked it up, and it's supposed to be more than that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. This is. This is we, okay. we did this at the end a of A sticky adhesive fluid ignites when exposed to air. As an action, you can throw this flask up to 20 feet, shattering it on impact. Make a ranged attack against creature. Object. Treating the alchemist fire as an improvised weapon on a hit target deals 1d4 fire damage at the start of each of its turns. That is definitely not what I said whenever we had it, because I was I said you guys were on a wagon oven, it was going to blow half the world up if you messed with it. Well, we, it was a wagon full but of each it. one would have done 1d4. Yeah. But it's continual too, right? It yeah, is. every turn. I think we got like 200 from that wagon too. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. I have seven. Six. So, well, we used, we, uh, we a creature can end this damage something. by using its action to make a DC 10 dex check to extinguish the flames. But for each of its turns, it is ablaze. Alright, then D4 it is. Sweet. So. You hit him. Fire. He bursts into flames on his chest. And it does a mighty one X fire. So it's like one of little, ah! little birthday candles that just doesn't go out when you blow it yeah. Alright. Um, uh, okay, well, that's number one. Uh, Reginald, back up, please. Wait, uh, what, what, what you uh, got? Reginald, what I'd like for you to back up. I might okay, do something you. dangerous. Dangerous. Please back up. Yeah. Thank I'm like looking at like the little squish over. Dangerous? Please you me you can do something dangerous? Alright, alright, I like it. I like it. So I'll just take um I'll take two more alchemist fires and I'll throw one at number two and okay. one at number four. Alright. And I don't wanna announce that, I just wanna like whisper it to him. You gotta make a deck save, right? Yeah, he's you're throwing it right. You, well actually yeah, you well, no, can only over. make it twenty feet. Oh yeah, you can't hit four. Yeah. So I'll lob one at number Five. two. Okay. Just two? Or another one at one or what? Oh, I'll lob one. Technically, just igniting them, so it might be a waste to throw one. True. So I'll toss one at two. Okay. And that was eight plus six, so fourteen. That will miss. That will it miss. It goes past him and lands or past yeah. it. Yeah, plus a six. Landing so, on the pew beh
Alright, I trust you on this. You got this. So, I'm going to make a run towards number three. Yeah. Like 30 feet. And then, well, I'm aggressive, so I can use my bonus action to do my entire okay. run again. So, Over yeah. there at number three. Yeah, as long as I'm moving toward an enemy. The fire has just dissipated around number three. Yep. And I'm going to whoop out that mace again, and I'll swing it. Swing it. 17. You hit. Yay! Um, For a 12 plus another 2d6, I think it was. 12. This is, undead. this is an undead creature, yes, mm -hmm. sir. Plus another 12, 15, 18. All right, 18 damage yeah. to number three over there. There you go. This thing is looking a lot worse for wear. It is singed, its clothes are burned almost completely off, and then you take your mace and just smack it across the face one time and it spits out half its sharp teeth. As a DM, uh -huh. what's its HP, this, this guy? Is it less than 25? I can't tell you that. You can, because if it's less than 25, there's an action that happens. Alright, it's not less than 25. Then don't worry about it. <laughs> Very well. So, I'll just go ahead and tell you, if it's less than 25 after it takes damage from this bad boy, uh, it must succeed on DC 15 Wisdom, or it is destroyed. Okay, cool. I like it. Yeah. Immediate bowel evacuation. Exactly. <laughs> we know about that on this show. Yeah. So, that's something you keep track of. Yes, you got it. You'll be lucky to have any bones left. Anything else you're going to do? That's it. That's all I got. Alright. That was quite a bit. Number three. After you just smacked it in the face... Um, it's going to try to attack both of you at least one time. Uh, it is going to try to claw at Reginald using its big, meaty, claw. scary claws. It's only going to roll a 17 to hit. Nope. It swings its claw around, and again, you bring up your shield and bash the hand away. Next, it's going to try to bite Dermon. Disadvantage. With disadvantage. Is that a reaction? It's like going to roll. It's past my turn, so I have reaction. Oh, sweet. Okay. 13? No. A 13 to hit on a bite. It is unsuccessful in biting, uh... The uh, Reginald smacks the claw away, and then Dermot, do you have any weapons? Out? What weapons are you wielding? I've got my claws. What weapons okay. are you wielding? You block. You, it comes at the uh, <laughs> the vampire comes towards your face with its teeth, and you grab its face and push it back briefly. Be gone. Um, <laughs> number four is going to try to come in you for a bite, Jericho. It's going to roll even less. It's going to roll a tw a, a, an eleven to hit. No. You take your sword, and instead of allowing it, yeah, you put it up like that and block this thing this, as it's coming towards you. Um, now it is Weselton's turn. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Shape Self as a free action. I can grow an extra pair of limbs. I'm going to do that with my hands. Okay. And then uh, this is just for, like, uh, virtu not virtual, but, like, appearance. Like, I want to make this look cool. So I'm going to use Fireball. All right. So I grab it. So with my extra pairs, I'm just going to, like, try to, like, like all my hands are, like, turning uh, red. So I just, like, try to, like, shoot this out. Okay. And um, I said this before, but I'd like to angle it where I can see uh, Strahd. Okay, it's so a little you, bit better. you step to the side so you can see Strahd. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to shoot Fireball as a fifth level spell. Alright, is this the first time anyone who's playing as a player in Dungeon Boys has used Fireball? Uh, in Dungeon Boys? Probably. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Go Wizard. So, each creature in a 20 foot radius must make a dexterity saving throw. A target takes 86 of damage. Technically 10 at d6 since I'm making it as a 5th level uh, spell. Mm -hmm. On a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. The fire spreads around corners, ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. He rolls a 19. I that uh, success. Guys, any of those two hit since it's a 20 foot 20 radius? foot, no. Okay. You're lighting a lot of pews on fire, though. This room's getting smoky and dark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, actually. My bad. Where, where is it exploding? On Strahd? Right on his greasy hair. Yeah, that is... 14. 14 damage. An unfortunate Whoa. 7 points of damage. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is truly unfortunate rolls. You fire your fireball, mm. but unfortunately your third hand is Explodes. one that you're unfamiliar with and at the last second the fireball flies and lands underneath the pew to the right of him. Uh, Alright, who's next? It was <coughs> Wes Weselton, what's next? Um, well, I was last, so I forgot his face now. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, I think I'm dead. Yeah. It's sweet. Jericon. Sure. I'm gonna smack this thing again. Smack it. It better be dead. She ain't got much left. Nah. Dang it, that's a 15 hit. That'll hit. Will it? Yep. 
10. That's, that'll do. 16. She drops to a knee after your barrage of attacks last time. As she drops to a knee, you bring your sword back, changing the grip to where the blade comes out from on the bottom side of your hand. You jab it down through her skull, sliding down behind her spine, severing it from the rest of her body. Blood shoots out of her head and into your hand, slopping up the hilt of your sword. You pull it out. Gray matter slides out of the hole with it. A string of blood flies away. Her gaping mouth with teeth covered in her own blood, gurgling. She falls back. Murdered by your silver sword. Finally, they had one more hit last time. <laughs> well, yeah, can I use my bonus action just to get rid of my extra pairs of hands? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I just want to kill So you successfully kill the vampire spawn. And Strahd says, My new love, no! Um, you can always make a new one or something. You gotta send it away. I'm gonna go for number two. Number two, he running. Uh, I'm gonna kill her, I'm running. Second smack, incoming. Do it. Oh. But it's just a regular attack. So that'll do. No sneak attack for this one? No, I only get sneak attack once per turn. Yeah. What did you you got a 20. Oh. That is a 6 plus 5 is 11 times 2 is 22. Alright. You stab this one for a good amount of damage, blood leaking from its body. And then bonus action! Alright! No! Okay, swing with my offhand weapon! He swings with his offhand weapon! Oh no! It's a 19. You hit. Bing. 6 damage! 6 whole damage with your sword. Uh, so you slice this one again on your offhand, you bring it down, slicing an ear off of this vampire spawn's head and jamming your blade down into its shoulder before you rip it out. Just not your foot's on the board, Peter. Peter. You went first to the tune, Peter. Uh, alright, who's next is gonna be... Strahd. Strahd. Oh, Strahd. it up. Let's see. Strahd. First of all, something will happen to Strahd. That's what it says to him. He breathes in deeply, and you can see some of the singed flesh begin to heal on his body. He says... He points towards you. You? Me? You? Reginald? Me? Reginald? He's he got covered because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, no, sorry. He points to you, young wizard. Ah. And he says, You are new, I'm told. Come to me. And he casts charm upon you. He did, he did just attack me. Um. Oh, never mind. He's not close enough to do that. Darn it. No. Oh, wait, he takes three steps and he does the same thing. Yes, he moves. He moves up to the center of the pews. He checks his watch again and then he says, "Come to me." Now roll a beba boo beba boo beba wisdom saving throw. You have to roll all that. Oh, uh, that is a that is a twenty-three. You succeed. You succeed against being charmed. You are not charmed by the vampire Strahd at all. But you do think he's handsome. What's up, man? What's up, dog? How you doing? Um, okay, so that it's is going to be, uh, <laughs> the end of his turn. Well, actually, uh, Strahd, you seem like a kind person, but, um, I think I'm gonna have to deny that. Mm. Uh, yeah. it's not his turn anymore. He says, oh, maybe well, I'll, I'll, I'll get you soon. Uh, Vampire Spawn Numero Uno. No, he on fire. Oh, no, he on fire. Vampire oh, Spawn Numero Uno is coming over here to try to attack. Anyway, oh. he's on fire. He takes another D4, right? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> One! Dang it. One more damage. Man, these are just so good. One more time. Uh, he comes over there again to try to bite on young Jericho. This time he rolls a 19 to bite. A flaming vampire spawn is now biting you. That'll do. He grabs your arm and bites down on it. Um, you're not on fire. It only does uh, seven damage to you for the bite, but... Uh, Can it be six? Let's just say it's a flesh wound bite. It doesn't really get very deep. And then it attempts to claw you as it bites you. All right, a 16. Yeah. Armor class. 16. Yeah, that means it beats it. Okay, means it beats it. It rolls a 16. Um, it's going to get you with some slashy damn damn. Mm. One, I take it. two, 
plus speed bubble bubble G B B B B B five slashing damage. Still seven. There you go. You did it. You got all slashed up. Um, the second one. But the didn't do anything. No, but this one might. Wait, no, we already killed. Which one have we killed? Four. We killed four. four <laughs> so that means number three is over there. So this will be number two. That's right next to you. Um, but before number two does anything, Strahd is going to take a legendary action. He does that and move to stand directly in front of the wizard. Now Strahd looms over you. Told the tank to leave. Hello. He stands over you with his sharp teeth. Uh, his sharp teeth open in his mouth, which is open. His arms outstretched, his cape flows wide. Uh, you can hear his pocket watch ticking. And he looks down, licks his lips, and says, Hello, young one. Uh, number two, though, is going to take his turn again to try to grapple on you real quick. So we're going to roll a hit. 19 against you, Jericho. That'll hit. Alright, so the way this works, it looks like melee weapon attack. Uh, instead of doing damage, the vampire can grapple the target. Escape uh, is at DC, so roll a strength saving throw. Shisha! Nine. Nine. You are not escaping, my friend. So now, a bite will occur. He will try to bite you. Got a little annoying. 25. Ooh, damage. 25 damage. No, 25 to a hit for a bite. Oh, that was a substantial The bite hits. 1d6. So you take 6 piercing damage, but you also take 7 necrotic damage, which reduces your hit point maximum by that amount, by 7. 17 total. And seven of it is necrotic? Uh, correct, I believe, is what we said. Six and seven? I think so. Um, and as it bites you like that, this one will regain some hit points, it will. No! It sucks your blood. <laughs> and it begin you can see some of its wounds healing. Sounds just like that. The slash you just put across it is now healing. Um, and that is going to be the end of their turns. Dermot, it's your turn now. Uh, I'm going to run up on Strahd. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on Strahd. Okay. Uh, flash of light, streaks toward a creature of your choice from the range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes full, well, be 5d6 radiant damage. And the next uh, attack roll made against this target for the next turn has advantage. Okay. Um, so let's try to go. Uh, 34. To hit? Yeah. A 34 will absolutely hit Strahd. Just barely. Your guiding bolt slams into his, like, runs down his arm and hits him in the chest as he's standing there looking vampirely upon Ooh. young Weselton. 22 damage. 22 damage. Um, that's radiant damage. Okay. As well. And then I am also upon him. All right, so you ran up to him? Yes. He said 26? 22. 22. Viva Chubambo. Um, all right. Chubambo. You, he takes the damage. Oh, that bones! As you sprint over there towards him. As you leave vampire number three's area, he's going to take an attack of opportunity. Huh? It? There's one he already. Um, number two. 17 to hit? Nope. A 17 will not hit. You escape its grasp. Um, and is that the end of your time? Uh, yeah. Very well. Reginald, what is it you will do? I will do a thing. This one, this vampire spawn has been burnt and beat up with a snake. Yeah, I'll go ahead with that. A little worse for wear. Let me let me continue the whooping. Whip on it. Whip up on it. 17 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, I'll just go ahead and roll some damage. 10 plus 2, so 12, and another 2. 14 damage. 14 damage puts it at enough hit points to have to do that thing. Mm hmm. What's the thing? Tw under 25 hit points? Oh, so now. If the target has 25 hit points or fewer after taking its damage, it must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom save. It succeeds. Okay. On a successful save, the creature becomes frightened of you until the end of my next turn. Okay. That'll work. Gotcha. This creature, you slam it in the belly with a mace, poking holes in it and breaking bones. It, it curls over. Yeah! 
its hair falls in its face. Blood shoots out of its mouth a little bit. Blood leaks down the front of it. It barely, you can tell, holds on to this magic coursing through its veins and eventually it snaps out of it with fear in its eyes towards you and it begins to back away from you with fright. Does it? Uh, not bad, not move back. It, it's posturing to get away from you. It doesn't mm. want to be all up on you right Can I smack it again? You're welcome to smack it again, please. 26. Honestly, that will absolutely hit. 10 plus 1, so 11. 12. I'm getting doubles on these. 12 damage. You smack it again. DC 15. The fear. Yeah, the fear enters its eyes again. How many have that? was 12 damage, you said? 12 damage. 12 damage. This thing drops to its knees again. As you hit it really hard, it rolls a wisdom save, and it is unable to hold on. It fails the wisdom save. And, like, at the end of Marvel Avengers in, er, uh, Infinity War, it fades into a dust and blows towards the edge of the room into the darkness, passing through the moonlight. Also, don't forget, there's a lot of smoke in this room now. It's beginning, it's beginning, you know, you, you smell it real bad. There are burning pews. The darkness is extremely encroaching at this point. It is almost pitch dark. Well, never mind. There's fire creating it, so it's not dark at all. <laughs> but, well, but smoke is obscuring things. Mm -hmm. So, three, three down. Three and four are down. Three down. Wesleton? I have one more attack. Okay. I want to do the slow turn towards Strahd with the, okay. big, the big grin. You got it? Strahd! <laughs> I'm coming for you, buddy! I want to use my movement to get that way. Yeah! Do, 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 do! You're running. I'm doing <laughs> with it. With your shield? I'm going to do I'm gonna do one more attack on Strahd. Okay, you swing your mace. Right on his meat face. 20, not natural. That will hit. Right yeah! And it does 10 plus... Don't give me a double. 2, 12, 1, 13. It wasn't a double, but it's still low. Okay. Yeah. You smack him in his arm, knocking it down into his side. He turns to you and says, Reginald, you are as strong as I'm told you were. Oh, yeah. Now, you're guiding I mean, you were. You're sounding like a pedophile. He comes up to you, to roll it, roll looks it at you down, flicks <laughs> <laughs> <licks> his lips. <laughs> he has a bandage from the guiding bolt. Okay, cool. Probably been 14. <laughs> okay. Cool. I was hoping for that crit, but hey. Okay, that's, cool. that's what I got. Alright, what you got? It's Weselton's turn now. What I'm gonna go hit that Misty Step, Bo. Hit that Misty Step, Bo. <laughs> He's about to hit the gritty on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna look like it's, I'm gonna step forward and just disappear and then go straight forward to like right there. Kind of okay. like as far as I can, which is 30 feet. Alright, explain Misty Step so I'm people sorry, who are listening. Uh, briefly, surrounded by silvery Misty, teleport up to 30 feet to an uh, unoccupied space that you can see. Okay, you pass through him and end up back there. <laughs> what? Where did he go? Oh, I thought you were going right behind him. I don't want to go right like, behind him. <laughs> You're now 15 feet away. Don't worry, you'll be there. I'm going to go hit that fire bolt with okay. number... Is that two? Uh, two, yeah, two is the one that's not on fire currently. Right. Oh, that is a... 26. 26 will definitely hit. Mm. And then... 13 damage. 13 damage, all right. Fire blasts off the back <laughs> of number two. It turns around. <laughs> now targeting you. Sparks exploding off of its back. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be making this much fire. Uh, <laughs> you now you now stand, you know, ensconced in flame and smoke. Your your jelly-like personage <laughs> is looking. <laughs> your skin begins to boil. Um, no, but you do damage to that thing, and it turns around and it screams at you. It is now oh, nice. Jericho's turn. Yeah, you do it. Um, I'm a whack. Which one's looking the worst? I mean, one's on fire. I'm gonna go for that one. <laughs> it's actually one. Even though it's on fire, it seems a little bit more pleased to be alive. Well, number, number, number two is fire. being uh, distracted right now. Okay. I get the feeling I might be able to get a uh, a thing when he leaves to go fight him. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for number one. All right. That's an 18 still. Got hit. Yeah. Hey. Nice. That'd be seven damage. Seven damage. All right. And I'm gonna do it again. Okay. okay. You gotta. Is it plus one? Oh, no, it's just a silver sword. That's what you said. Yeah. Okay. I decided not to go for enchantment. Also, I hope everyone is really picturing how epic this fight does look in your imagination. Like mm. burning pews, fire all around. Oh, it's man. full of epic meat. Totally. Yeah. That's a 27 to hit. 27 will absolutely hit without a doubt. Cool. That's a full 11 damage on that one. Yeah. All right. 
and then you swipe twice. Whoosh, whoosh, blood pours out of its wounds. With the offhand, on the backswing, swing a ding again. Swing a ding. That's a twenty-three. Twenty-three will hit. Yay. I thought you had spells and stuff. Didn't you? I do, but they're right up on me. All my spells are area of effect. Good. Um, that's nine damage. Nine damage. Very well, my child. Very well. Yeah. You definitely swiped on this fella a couple times. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. That's uh, that's that's my thing. That All right. My thing. Three slashes. Blood shoots out of him in every orifice. Uh, it is now. I'm actually gonna back up. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna run betwixt them. Okay. And get like towards that uh, that left pew ain't on fire, right? On the bottom. No, probably not quite. Okay. I'm gonna go over there. Okay. Okay. All right, you run through. Not yet. Two attacks of opportunity are swung at you. Nope. Uh, oh, you're right. I swung. My bad. You're right. No attacks of opportunity are swung upon you. As you pass through them, you push back, push past them, running through the smoke, you head over to a place of safety behind Strahd. Who's At this on? point, Strahd turns around, uh, and I he... I guess if you consider I passed within five feet of him, he can, he can smack you at didn't. me. You didn't. You did not. He turns, and he casts a spell. Again, little wizard child! You have brought these here, leading to a second demise of mine. I shall take out my revenge upon you! Um... He casts Blight upon you. Oh. Necromantic energy washes over a creature <laughs> of your choice, and you can, that you can see within range, draining moisture and vitality from it. The target must make a constitution saving throw. Go ahead and do that. I'm not good at that. Constituting? Uh, I'm going to add a point to that, so that's a 16. A 16. Probably Respectable. Yeah. Um, it is not enough. Nine. You do not save. You're about to take a lot of necrotic damage. I'm sorry. Ubi. Maybe? Or John B. That's me, Johnny. You'll be. You'll be. You'll be. One. Three. 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 You've been blinded. You take an extreme amount of damage, and he says, "If the plan is for me to fall, then you shall fall with me." He says, uh, making it vampire number one's turn. Vampire number one ain't gonna let you get away that easy, big guy. He on fire. So roll a d4 for me, Josh. Roll d4. Roll fire. Better pick that up. Four. Hey. Four damage on fire lord. Fire lord vampire. Um, he burning as he's coming after you. But again, we're gonna try to grapple and bite. Um, the grapple is unsuccessful. He tries to grab you, but you're able to swat his hand away with your with your sword. Um, number two, though, after having been blasted by his sparky sparks, he's coming after you as well, John. He's coming after you as well. So he's going to try to grapple you as well, rolling a 18 to grab you. Uh, what do I do? That's an attack roll. Does an 18 hit? Uh, it does. Roll a strength saving throw. Okay. Don't be sad. Oh, wait, hold up. Get I mean, yeah, that's sad, but like, uh, 11. An 11? That 11 wait, not... hold up. Being grappled. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I have advantage on escaping. Excellent, because you're juicy. Squeeze. Yeah. He's yellow. He's juicy, y'all. He yep. can squeeze. 14? That will do it. Oh! Ooh, he tries to grab you. <clears throat> I picture he tries to, like, grab you to bite you, <clears throat> and whenever he grabs the edges of your shoulders, you go, like, <clears throat> and then, like, just press your arms through his hands, <clears throat> and then, like, his hands are just around your waist like you're dancing, and they just can't hold on to you at all. <clears throat> um, and it screams at you with its teeth. So I'm not grappled, but he, he is in front of you. He right? is in front of you, but you're not grappled. Right. Um, the fact that you're not grappled, it is going to just try to take a swipe at you instead of biting you. Mm-hmm. Hand that's left. It's going to crit fail. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, it swings at your head and you go, <laughs> as it passes over your head. Um, Dermon, it is your turn. I cast as a bonus action upon the short man. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Healing word with a third level spell slot. 
Uh, so you're gonna get back 29 hit points. Thank you. Uh, if I was missing any, I would I'd get back like six or not. If I was missing. Any. If I was missing any. Right, thank um, you. And then I'm gonna take a big old claw. And swipe the straw. Swipe him. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. 18. Oh, 18 will actually hit. Oh, oh. You didn't have a lot of armor. Nine. Nine whole damage. And that's five of that's radiant. Okay. He oh. turns. He you scratch him on his side. He turns to you and says, "That's boring. Stop that." I'm good. <laughs> um, and yeah, what else do you do? That all? What else? That was it. Okay, that all? Alright. Reginald, Wait. it is your turn, my king. <laughs> yeah. um, Actually, angry about the strike, another legendary action will be performed. Uh, Strahd's gonna turn to you, Dermon, try to bite you. Well, Keith, uh, the thing about that is, uh, he's in my bright light, uh, so he's got disadvantage on all attacks against me. Very well. He won't have disadvantage. <laughs> He rolls, will I 12? No. Alright. <laughs> Can I just like slap him away? <laughs> <laughs> he goes down with his teeth out. Wah! As a matter of fact, I will return to Sigmar! What the hell? This is very much what we do in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the light got in my eye! I hope no one was recording that. Uh, that we are. Cool. We are. We are recording it. Uh, doodly doodly doodly. Reginald, your turn now. Okay. I'm gonna switch up my weapons. Switch it? Okay. I'm gonna grab the sun sword. Oh, the sun sword! Sun sword! Which is. Come to find out, a sentient sword. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't talk, but it, it like expresses emotions for you. So. That's right. As you grab the hilt of the sun sword, you can feel the fact that it's, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's go, let's go, is the, the emotion that you're getting from it. And it's like, it's just a hilt. Yes. So like, you grab it, you're going to use it, and it's like lightsaber style, it's like a blade of sunlight. It yes. should be excited because it was not used at all last time. We didn't use it at all. So I figured, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Um, the sun sword's special purpose is to destroy Strahd. Right. Yeah. I'm just waiting on Zenus to take out his flintlock. <laughs> right? Oh, I forgot ahead. <laughs> it emits bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light in additional 15 feet. The light is sunlight. As the blade extends, Strahd goes, I, 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 that, that burns! Where did you get that? Don't worry about that. You're gonna taste it right here. I'm gonna smack it in with it. Alright. Do do do. 20 to hit. 20 will hit him. I'll just roll like three. I'll, I'll roll three damage things. Okay. 22. Okay. And 28. All three will hit. I like it. Alright, so it's a 12, a 16, and a 14. 28, 42, right? I think so, yeah. When you hit an undead take it, target, it takes an extra 1d8, so. That's 3d8s. Okay, extra. yeah. So that's a 6, because there's not a 9 on there. Mm -hmm. Dang it, that's a 5. That's a 2. Okay. 6, 5, and 2, 8, 5, 13, alright. Yeah. So these hits. <laughs> You slash at him, blood spurts out of his out of his wounds as they you cauterize them immediately as they pass by. The sunlight is burning his skin. All he can do is cover his eyes and try to get away from your attacks, but he can't do it. He says, "I oh, burns! Oh my God, burns! Why? Why?" Take it, take it, you little weenie, take it. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's he's hurting. He's hurting pretty bad after that. He said, "Little weenie." <laughs> you don't know that his eyes. She says it's perfect for her. <laughs> Perfectly average. Um, all right, is that gonna be the blood flow? Yes. <laughs> I do not understand the blight of my kind. <laughs> it's perfect. It's All right. perfect. Uh, that is, that is you. what I got. Wesselton. Alright, I'm gonna do Scorching Ray. Scorch that boy. You create three rays of fire and hold them at a target within range. You can hold them at, you can hold them at one, at one target or several. Make a ranged attack for each ray on a hit. Target takes 2d6 of damage. Alright, who are we hitting? We hitting number two. Number two. Number one and number two? I mean, number two. All three rays? Number two? All three rays. Okay. Blast them. Uh, 18. That'll hit. Uh, 20? That'll hit. No, no, 21. That'll hit. Uh, 24. Those all hit. Alright. So it looks like, what, 68 damage? So, 66. 5 okay. is the first one. 10 is the second one. Wait, what? 2 is the third one. 
Total damage? Yeah, total damage is 17. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, Wait, but there's no 10 on the DS <laughs> So 17 total damage on number two? 17 total damage. All right. You blast him. Fire. Blasting around him. He's just sizzling teeth charred with fire, but still alive. Yeah, and then I guess, yeah, I can't do a melee attack as a bonus action, correct? I don't believe so. Not after a spell like that. Mm -hmm. No. 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 Good no. Uh, I guess I can't really do much after that then. I pass. All right, he passes. Jericho, it's your turn. <laughs> so, because of the smokiness and everything, does he does he have like some protection from the the light stuff that me and old Dermy have? Is he, is he, is he no, no no? Is he far enough away from us that he's in like a dim version of our light? He's What's that? Feet away from us. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Jer Jericho, and he's also surrounded by flaming pews at this point. Yeah. Unfortunately, the light is here. I'm actually gonna try and do something about that uh, to some extent. Okay. I'm gonna use control flames in a five foot cube. I can extinguish fire. Mm -hmm. Is there anywhere that I can plop that to just like? Kind of soak up a large amount of the fire. Yeah, around this area, I'd say. Cool. I want to. I want to try and put some of that out. Okay. We'll pop it. The fire over here is now out. Nice. The pews, the pews on the right side of the room that were on fire, you just extinguish their flames, creating much more darkness in this room, especially on that side. Cool. In, in, con in concert with the smoky smoke. That took my action, but I'm gonna use my bonus action to use yeah. that offhand blade. Offhand blade, baby. Offhand blade. Mm. On number one over there? Yeah, it's a 14 hit. A 14 will miss. Yeah. Holding one hand to suppress the fire, you just wave your sword around trying to attack the vampire in front of you, but it's unsuccessful. That vampire is going to uh, roll your damage real quick, Josh. For me? Yeah. Oh, D4? You can do a DC 10 on dexterity, see if you can turn it out. He's not focused on that, he's trying to kill. Two. <laughs> Two whole damage. Two damage on number one. Alright, now just angry with you, not even trying to bite you anymore. He's just going for claw attacks. Will a 13 hit? No. Will a... 15 hit. No. He swipes twice. Ching, ching. You're unable, you're able to block them immediately. The same for you, wizard boy. Two slashes coming at you, you little wizard man. Will an 8 hit? No. What about a 13? No. Boy, these guys are really bad. <laughs> they, they, swipe, <laughs> they swipe again and you ching, ching, take both of the claws on your shield. And then, I, oh, I skipped Strahd's turn. Strahd is, okay. is going to breathe deeply. His wounds begin to close. No, no, hold no, that on. No, 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 you're right. We worked hard on those wounds. You're right. That's exactly true. You can't heal when in sunlight. So he breathes in. He's like, nerd. <laughs> that must be true sunlight. Oh, yeah. That's the hilt of this sunblade. You know it. He checks his watch. Yeah. <laughs> he checks his watch real quickly for his turn. He flips it open. <laughs> I put that thing down. He says, oh, I'm about to. And then, underneath the floor, uh, you hear an extreme... Meow! You feel a huge explosion happening far down underneath you. If you remember the geography of this particular castle, it sits on the edge of a cliff, and half of it, i.e. the part that you're in as well, dangles over the side of it and is held up, you know, by big buttresses. You hear one explosion. Another. Hey, what's that? Six or seven more. Straw just begins to laugh. Oh, nothing. We're just about to take a very fast ride down to the village of Birovia. I say you make. I say you do your last rites or whatever it is you do now. And he just holds his arms up as the floor begins to crumble out from under you. <laughs> Bricks begin to fall. We should have done this last time. Oh no, right? So, uh, as part of Strahd's turn, you got the explosions have just gone off underneath you. He is. You can tell that he has rigged the castle to blow, um, and for it to plummet down on top of Barovia, possibly. Uh, there are the roof is falling down now. You can feel gravity acting on this piece of the castle. You don't. I mean, you can look behind you. You don't know if there's a crack where there's a castle that's going to be left. You don't know really what's going on, but you can tell this is slowly starting to move. For the back end of his turn, he's turned around. He's backed up. The last thing that Strahd is going to do is he is going to do 
a little transformation. Um, he is going to turn into a swarm of bats. An insurance agent. Um, <laughs> no, excuse me, that's not true. A cloud of mist instead. He passes, he turns into a cloud of mist. He goes, poof, and then he turns into a cloud of mist, and then you can see the mist shooting towards the window that's now been shattered. Oh, that's weak! But I can get out of this situation, but can y'all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I wish that uh, very calmly. If you listen to, the, if you watch, the, if you listen to the podcast, please go to the this moment in the YouTube version where you will see <laughs> John with his fingers steepled, very calmly in character as a giant castle is about to plummet hundreds of feet to its ultimate demise, tapping his fingers together. <laughs> I can get out of this, but can you guys? Like, it's no question he's gonna be fine, but you guys, like, I really don't want to leave you guys hanging. I will, but I don't want to. But anyway, that's the end of Strahd's turn. He is I love it that this is almost like an Age of Ultron kind of moment. Like, I can leave. Do I? Yeah. He's, do I dare? <laughs> I do. Misting all the way back here to the window in mist form. Um, does anybody remember where that uh, teleporty fire is? <laughs> that's a ways away. You and I can transform over fine. Yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> oh wait, actually, but I can I can actually deal with a uh, polymorph. I have the spell that I can transform you into a bird. What? If you'd like that, so we could all escape. Will us deal be awesome? We're still uh, in combat. Oh shoot! By the way, I don't know how long yeah. this talk <laughs> is gonna last. <laughs> 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 like, continue. You can't on the head of a vampire. Just like <laughs> trying to attack, just hold it back. Yeah, so actually at this point, point we'll say that was your boyfriend left. You might as well follow him. You're gonna die before they both go. Huh? And they look towards the window. <laughs> <laughs> and they like go run towards the window, and the both of them leap out of the window and begin to fall. Hey, yeah, that's that seems like a thing. What? Why didn't we start with it? I don't know. I told him to make him leave. That's true. That's true. He wanted to watch him die. Anybody yeah. know where the little teleport crystal thing was? That's, it's deep in there. It's, it's way, way up in there. Oh, I could be a little flappy. <laughs> uh, so, let's just, well, we can do the bird thing. Yeah, we, little flappy bird sounding better. We got out on the bird thing. Just do the bird thing on the okay. ground. Uh, I'm gonna use pulling off on a willing creature. Wait, 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 wait. Just, just, oh. just make me awesome. I'm gonna follow Strahd really quick while you guys are doing this. I'm gonna make sure he doesn't get away. Alright, I'm gonna make sure this doesn't go horribly wrong. Bald eagle. Oh, it's a bald ostrich. Are you doing the birds, right? So, what do you do? You. Uh, I just. Just, well, Look, I, I guess, brought back the dodo. I think ravens are cool, so I could do just raven. I'm a raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Love to you. How about a raven? You think a raven's good? Probably uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Just do it. Just do it. You snap your fingers, and then Reginald, your body, <laughs> turns you straight down, and I guess all your gear comes with you. Yeah, I think so. You, 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 yeah, you meld. Can I unpolymorph at a time of my choosing, or am uh, I at your whimsy? Wait for three weeks. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, but this every day. day. I cannot wait until the uh, target drops the thing or dies. A new form wait, of uh, t- any beast who challenges raiding is equal or less to the target. You already read it. Wait, you I thought then like some kind of the part that how to dispel it. Uh, probably at the end. Uh, target seems, the target's gear meld into the new form. I don't see anything I can dispel it. Bing. I could have done a CR rating anything <laughs> and we picked uh, Raven. Well, it's like I mean, a, it's a beast, one. so the max CR for a beast is like six. So, but you gotta also do flying beast and that's probably like one. A giant eagle. I was thinking of an eagle, but Difference between polymorph and true polymorph? True polymorph is you assume the form currently, so that's why if you're using it on yourself, it's best to do something that can shape change as a feature, so you can always shape change back into your not polymorph self. That's why Adrian chose dragon. Because mm. he, he could just back into Adrian and still do gotcha. stuff. Duration is up to one hour. Mm-hmm. Or <coughs> concentration. It's concentration up okay. to one hour. Okay. So you can break the thing anytime you want to. Oh, I can have some You can maintain it um, until you hit zero hit points as that creature. And then you revert to your normal form. <laughs> so I just take a wild drive into the ground. Yeah, Reginald slams his head against a piece of like broken wood. Like, come on, come on. No, <laughs> you don't want to like go extreme because excess damage does carry over to your final form. Oh, yeah. I'm hey. going to raven up myself. Okay. I'm going to follow 
Full Stop. Raven? And you said, uh, a giant eagle as a CR1. Is there a window that's like, that could fit me too? As a little, as a wizard boy? Yeah. yeah can't sure. you squeeze in like an inch? I can't too, but I don't know if my armor would stay. Yeah, yeah, the window, the big stained glass window has now been shattered. There's nothing place to jump Just wanted to make sure. Uh, I cast fly on myself, uh, touching the one creature, myself. Can I do that? Sure. Target gains a blind speed of 60 feet for the duration. Another fly, as the ends, the target falls. It's still aloft unless it can stop the fall. Okay. Concentration, 10 minutes. Cool. Alright, so, just to clarify, in the previous campaign, part of the story was the party aided the Order of the Raven, uh, which was led by Damian Martikov, an old fellow who was antagonistic towards Strahd, we don't know anything about him, he also was in charge of the winery in Barovia, the Wizard of Wines, right? Yeah. Um, yeah and sure. once they helped them out, the two of our party members decided they would like to become were-ravens. Part of that was that they would gain two different forms, a hybrid form where you would grow wings and be able to fly and also be a person, or to be able to become a full-on raven. Uh, but also coming with that, it gave them some increased stats, which they've you know, now surpassed greatly. But also it came with a, an alignment change, which made their alignments closer to lawful good, wanting to do well, um, and things like that. So another reason that they do uh, good things for the people. Uh, so, I'm, I'm going to turn into uh, the humanoid were-raven form. Okay. I'm going to grab... Uh, oh, okay. Green boy, on the way out. Rich. Okay. Okay. Regano. Peace out, kids. Yeah, you giant. So giant <laughs> wings shoot out of your back. <laughs> wings shoot out. Your hands, your fingernails begin to be kind of long. Your face gets kind of beaky. Um, <laughs> uh, and you have a big hybrid rape wear raven form. You swoop over here to grab Reginald, who is confused at this point. Who just turned into a raven and is oh. now a human again. So wait, are we gonna make John have used that spell slot? Yeah, no, no, we won't do one. that. Okay. Um, yeah. So I kind of like the idea that. In the were-raven form, some of the crocodile-ness kind of carries over, so it's like a mix of scales and feathers. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm a grab a cool visual. Reginald and that smashed-up window from earlier. I'm a swoosh out of it okay. and just try and get to the edge of the castle before it hits. Gotcha. Uh, same here. Gotcha. You, turn, you did fly on yourself? All right. You fly, glubbing through the air. Zenith's already full-on raven, mm -hmm. has shot out of the window and is following the mist of Strahd. You guys now find yourselves in the air, flying. Maybe falling very slowly when it comes to giant Reginald being held by your wings. Gliding. Um, but you guys now find all find yourselves out in the air above the town of Barovia, hundreds and hundreds of feet. You turn around and look at the castle as you barely make it past before the stones begin to fall and rocket down towards the town. Homes are being destroyed. The castle is sliding down the hill, beginning to tumble and smash and crash. Um, <clears throat> The mist that you are following begins to circle down towards the town. You definitely catch up with it, um, but it is mist. There's not much that you can do with it except like be in and around and among it. Um, among us. Huh? Among us. Among it. Among us. Uh, but you're flying. You're. You know. You guys are. The. You can see the falling zombie uh, strad uh, vampire spawn crashing into the 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 earth <laughs> below. You can see mongrel folk jumping out of the windows to their deaths. You can. This, the castle is being destroyed, but half of it is left. Is number one still on fire? Yeah. You can. You can see the light. <laughs> It's like a comet. The, uh, it, it looks just like that scene in Return of the King where the um, the steward of Gondor is on fire. Never and, seen it. Oh, He's never seen it. <laughs> Why are we even playing this game? Iconic scene. I'm not really into fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but everything begins to crash to the Turn ground. Turn your dice. Before you guys make it to the ground, the castle <laughs> crashes on the out, right on the outskirts of Barovia, the village. Pieces of it tumble in, destroying streets of homes. Half of the town is almost gone at this point. People are screaming and running away. They're yelling, the Devil Strahd is behind this. He returned and he is destroying our land, etc., etc. Uh, there is one tall church tower in the middle of Barovia, and that is where the mist is heading, to the bell tower of the church, the, you know, temple of the Barovian village. Do you follow it all the way there? Oh, yeah. All right. The rest of you, where are you, where are you flying? Where are you trying to go to? 
just trying to avoid the rubble and land somewhere. Like, smacking so, it wherever I can reach. Bully, bully, down there, down there, he's down there. I guess I'm aiming for what he's pointing at. Alright, so the roof of the church does have a bit of a flat roof. It's not pitched too terribly high, so it's one of those, um, it's a it's really just kind of like old country church looking place. It's got a bell tower instead of a steeple. A big bell inside of it with a place to stand for one or two people up there. And uh, big stained glass windows. Does it have big stained glass windows? Sure. But I fit through those? <laughs> <laughs> I want to, like, drop Reginald through <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm okay with this. Yeah. I'm you, fly okay with over, you fly over. Reginald, shield up. <laughs> 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 I got my shield in front of me. Yeah, I'm ready to go. You fly over, dropping Reginald. He crashes through a stained glass window into the temple where people are hiding out and, and, and trying, you know, praying for safety, praying to their to the to their gods that aren't Strahd. Um, you slide in, shattering a pew, sliding on your shield, slamming into the wall. Um, you take a D10 worth of damage. Um, and uh, where are you flying to? Uh, I'm following him. Okay. That rolled three. Nice. Take three damage. I'm gonna circle over and come back around and fly into the hole he made. Okay. You fly around and go into the hole he made. Um, you do want to do any special acrobatics? Uh, I just land, I guess. Okay. Uh, our new wizard friend Wesselton flies into the same window. You wanna be on the church or inside the window? Uh, I guess in the church. All right. You fly in through the window. Oh, enthusiasm, John. Oh. Don't quit saying I guess. It's your character, man. <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to go to McDonald's drive-through. Do whatever you want. I wanna put up a hand. Don't worry, everyone. I'm all right. I'm all right. There's just screams of terror at what's going on here. At the top of the church, as you three land inside of it, at the top, the mist goes near the bell tower uh, and re-apparates into the form of straw that you just saw uh, as you catch up with him at the tower. I want to... He's on the tower or he's he, on the roof? So, the bell tower, imagine shingled cone on top that has the bell inside of it, four posts, hold that up, completely mm -hmm. open around it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, uh, let's imagine... So, but he's like a solid platform up there. Yeah. Um, so you built a platform. Yeah. Right. So Strahd has just appeared here on, on top of the bell tower. Does that make sense? It looks like a nipple. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna land and like appear as myself. Okay. You land and apparate right in front of Strahd, and as he, as he's as you land and transform, he says, "Oh, you're, they, you let the ravens turn you into one of their kind. How beautiful!" <laughs> he begins to laugh maniacally. Yeah, it's pretty great. I wanna cast sunburst. <laughs> <laughs> You're outside already, too. Alright, cast Sunburst. It's still nighttime for you. So, guys, Sunburst isn't Sunburst. It's an 8 level spell. Sunburst is totally different. <laughs> Very painful for the caster. It's really good sunlight. Flashes in a 60 foot radius centered on a point you choose within range. Each creature in that light must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 12d6 radiant damage and is blinded for one minute. On a successful save, uh, save it takes half as much and isn't blinded. Undead and oozes have disadvantage on the saving throw. Um, what do you get? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Creature blinded by the spell makes another constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Um, unsuccessful saving is no longer blinded, so it's still for one minute. Um, 42 damage. 42 damage. Ooh. Radiant damage. Uh, is it, does, I guess, does it technically count as sunlight? Uh, yeah, brilliant sunlight. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it's an 8th level spell. 42. Yeah. And I just, I imagine, like, it's just coming from Dermot, so he just, like, explodes <laughs> like the sun. As he was laughing, so... <laughs> <laughs> and he gets pressed back into one of the posts as his hands and his face are lit on fire, and as he's taking the, in the sunlights for one minute... No, 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 he's blinded for oh, one minute. He, okay. just, he just takes that. So it's just a press. I have seen yeah. I'm going to miss it! I'm going to miss it in all of its glory! He says. You, you mean death, right? I assume, you, assume you're going to bring the thing no, falling down. No, no, your death! I'm going to miss it! Did you really think that this bumbling fool was the devil Strahd? He cries. Not really. I guess, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of thought you were an apparition this whole time, to be honest with you. He says, ah, oh, you are both, you are all fooled. I am not the devil Strahd. You weren't brought here by accident. It was all a part of his plan. Now look towards the cliff. 
at your demise. Wherever the cliff is. Okay. Uh, as you look towards the cliff, you can see movement at the cat at the top of the castle uh, on the cliff, as well as at the bottom where all the rubble is. There's a dark, purpley, you know, hateful magic coursing through all of the rubble and all of the castle on top. And at the very top of the cliff, you can see something rising out of the castle. What is it? It's the castle standing up. The castle is forming into a humanoid shape, a giant mech suit. <laughs> 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 a giant, for all intents and purposes, vampire mech suit made out of Castle Ravenloft steps its way down the cliff. <laughs> As it steps down the cliff, it reaches into the rubble as more and more rocks form around its giant arms and beefy legs. You can see on each arm it has a giant ballista on each wrist. It's what? No, 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 go ahead. Its hands are made of great stone and wood and all this broken glass on each of its knuckles. All of the stained glass that you saw are, are put across the knuckles like you know, knuckle dusters for punching. It stands up the the tower of Castle Ravenloft at its head. Its arm, you can see pieces of places that you've been. There are mongrel folk falling out of the arms and legs of this thing as it forms into a giant stone vampire mech suit. Standing at the top of it is what could be the true Strahd. Passing over the town, you hear a deep voice saying, Do you really think that I would have been so foolish as to meet you again in one-on-one combat. I have been planning this since my return. I knew you would not be able to resist a letter from me luring some other adventurer back to Barovia. You took my arena, you took my world, and now, as my revenge, I shall take your lives. <laughs> he turns into a mist form and travels into the chest of the mech suit where behind very thick metal bars you can see his uh, coffin where he rests. So, where did we crash through the window? I can very easily see that we have both gotten up and we're just like leaning out of the stained glass <laughs> window watching all this. I, uh, I'm only. He didn't do it any last time, right? I don't, I don't think so. Well, we, we still beat him anyway, right? Yeah, I mean. Well, maybe he did. Memories look fuzzy. We can just leave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. Let's, 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 let's give this thing a shot. I mean, we need to put it down one time. I was able to glide you down here, but I can't fly you up there. No, no. Bit of a What is your adventure? <laughs> it's your adventure. Where are you going to leave on it? Let's go find, uh, let's go find Devin. I think he's somewhere up top. I heard some screaming and agony. It's probably him. Probably not. Devin! Devin! <sighs> yeah, you can. <laughs> what? You see that? Yes, Reggie, I see it. I very clearly see it. Well, let's go kill it. I'm I'm waiting on you boys. I've got an imposter up here. We'll deal with it. Come on. <laughs> I'm climbing out the <laughs> glass window. Um, he's got like no life left in him. He's just like blind and barely moving. I'm just starting to walk in the direction of the... Okay. Dermon <laughs> <laughs> takes his claws out, slashes the throat of the imposter Strahd. Blood spurts from his neck as he laughs and falls off the side of the tower. Yeah. My next move is gonna be hybrid form, and I'm just gonna fly up. Okay. So, how does one take down that? Well, I mean, there's still the, the squishy little vampire man. Uh, piloting? I feel, I feel like piloting is the word here. Uh, piloting the large uh, golem suit. Because my flight doesn't last that long, so I could try to hit it while I fly up there within um, range. Because it is tall, so once I get down, I don't know if I can hit that. Uh, We'll try. Whatever, we'll you, whatever you think you can do. 
and then I just thought heading to Legend I might want to go for that uh, recast to fly and uh, get a fresh one going for you and Reginald. That's what I'm thinking too. And then I fly it to Reginald and give him the most flyable spell I can give him, which is fly. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> flyable. Awesome. I'll so, uh, for 10 minutes. Ooh, so what's the like we crashed into this thing? Is it like woods around us? Is it like you know? Is there like a little road into that There's way? There's a town around you. You're, the center, you're in the middle of town. All right, so I'm I'm walking I'm walking that way. I can just my arm, make sure everything's <laughs> tight and everything, and you catch up. Yeah, and no, I just touch him on the shoulder. Nice. Yeah. So do I just fly now? Yeah, you kind of. I guess I'm assuming you think of flying and you start doing that. For how long? For ten minutes, my man. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Can I, thinking back on what happened, can I touch uh, Wesselton and cast Death Ward on him? Sure, just in case. Absolutely. You flew off, he came to find me, you just swoop down and go on top of the head. Right. Yeah, I picture like you, you, turn, <laughs> you turn hybrid form, hopped off the tower and like <laughs> touched him and then <laughs> shot back up. Yeah. I like it. Okay, what does um, Death Ward do? You touch a creature and grant it a measure of protection from death. The first time the target will drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, the target instead drops to one hit point and the spell ends. It lasts for eight hours. Nice. Good job. Will you last for eight right. hours? <laughs> roll, roll for initiative here. Alright, let's initiate. Bidding. Six! The whole six. Nothing 24. Oh, 24? Yeah, 21. Oh, then the plus three. You roll 21 intelligence. Because uh, it's from... Yeah, it's two different modifiers. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. But I also rolled a 24, so you gotta re-roll, boy. Oh, yeah. 14. Three. Well, well right. technically at 20. So we have... Wellington, <laughs> Jericho. <laughs> Dermot. Lestrade Mech. Oh, I didn't notice you did that. I hope you guys don't hate this. I just thought it'd be fun for the end. <laughs> no, this is so, pretty awesome. <laughs> all right, so there's a giant strawed-flavored mech. Mm. Yum. You guys so are those buildings, or just the uh, image of what the mech looks like? Buildings. Yeah, these okay. are buildings. Okay. We're top down. This is your. Okay. This is the strawed mech. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's very large. Uh uh. Okay. All right. So it is Wesselton's turn. <laughs> what will you do? Uh, I guess I'll go straight to the mech. All right. Um, we're gonna call each one of these squares for now is gonna have to be like probably 30 feet Ooh, at this each, point. Okay. So you're dashing? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll dash. Okay, what's your flying speed? Uh, 60, I think, if I'll check. Uh, 60 feet. How high are you going? Uh, quarter mile. I guess just, I can maneuver through those, right? Yeah? Yeah, I guess I'll do that. How, how high are you going? Uh, like, uh, as high as he is going, I guess. Okay. Just to match him. Alright, Dermot, how high you start? How, how tall is this thing, you say? Uh, this thing's at least 100 feet tall. Cool 75. Okay, he's going up cool 75, so you're really just going to go up for this turn. This is, I've never done giant combat like this, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, I'll, you're make, about to. I'll make plenty of leniencies when it comes to movement speeds, but you just go straight up in the air to try to match Dermot's height. It is now Jericho's turn. Alright. Um, it's still a castle, right? Or is it now just like a... Like a soup, just a rubble mix. Yeah, it's like just pretty rubble. much. A, I mean, there are pieces of the castle in it, like the the chest and stuff mm-hmm. has like a few towers coming off the back of it around the neck. Um, there are towers that have moved and formed into like a cowl around the neck, and like the head is this blocky thing, um, you know, with a with sharp teeth face from the rubble. But yeah, it's mostly just big, thick arms, legs, and a chest with rubble made out of castle rubble. Nice. Hmm. Um. All right, Adrika, okay. what you got? Two. Oh, sorry. Um, what's the flying speed I got? 60 is a higher than 90 is So you can do 120 with a dash? Oh wait, I guess I'm gonna do that. Okay, where are you headed? Just straight for him. Straight for him? How far up you want to do? You just flying up in the air? Just, just high enough to get over the buildings. Okay, so gosh, what, 120? You're over this building now? <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, never mind. You're on the other side of that building now? That'll work. I don't know, whatever. 
you leave the ground with your wings pushing rubble and things, knocking people down as you shoot off the ground into the sky. Flying after it. It's probably a pretty stupid time to ask us, but I can cast spells, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can do anything. In my head, you can do anything you want in the air. Okay. Well, no, I mean, it's like a hybrid. Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, imagine if I let you get all the way over there, it's like, actually, you can't cast No, no, no. <laughs> no, um, no, no. So, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, until I get over there to him, that's pretty much going to be my turn. That's, that's, okay. all, that's all I got. Dermon, what you doing? I'm going to dash, and then I'm going to agility thing. Which is what? Double. Okay, so double dash? Yeah, so... That's good. Dude, this would, this would make such a cool look. Like, if we this, if this was animated, this would make a very cool scene. Like, just two of you just ravening off the ground. And we got a South Korean studio on it. Yeah, I wish. It looks so ravens. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other two just fly. <laughs> Peter Pan style? Yeah. And Cappy Thoughts. <laughs> I'm probably not that proficient, so I might just kind of like slide sideways as I'm going. Um, it's now the Strahd Mech's turn. It Ooh. raises a wrist using magical power. So there is basis for fighting um, small things, fighting very large things. Uh -huh. um, you typically have like a plus four to AC if you're insect size fighting something larger. Ooh. Okay, cool. Which I'm not, that's, that we talked about that before. Yeah. Um, I just remember that's not something we have that to That makes sense. About. I mean, he's about to shoot a giant ballista at you yeah. <laughs> from his wrist. I could get you having a larger AC. Um, so he raises a hand. I've waited years for this. Shoo! A giant telephone pole where <laughs> arrow ballista flies through the night sky, sizzling towards you, Dermon. Um, he fires at you. Immediately think right. Win or lose, this is all for fun here, man. Um, Through mouth, out the button. <laughs> Everything else. <laughs> Do you get a nat 20? I do. Oh my god! Nice! <laughs> Open wide! I do! Can't you? Because he's within 10 feet? Huh? Because he'd have disadvantage. He's not within 10 feet. Oh god, okay. He's within like two blocks. It's not gonna be that bad, Zeus, I promise. It's not gonna be that bad. It's a very old telephone <laughs> It's this bad? And then that bad with a crit. I think telephone pole was the wrong word. It wasn't a whole telephone pole. Let's say it's that bad because it's that wide. So oh it's like a hole through your chest. <laughs> Alright. Approximately. <laughs> We here at Aperture Science fire the whole ballista. <laughs> that's 75% more arrow per arrow. Mm. You take... <coughs> that's, we're going to double that. Really, it's not that bad ballista-wise. Um, you're going to take 38 damage. Oh, well, yeah, that's not good. From the, the ballista flying by, it slices down your leg. <sighs> it, you know, blood is leaking through your leg here. It fires. You have to cut and roll to the side. Um, as you cut and roll, you can see that... Uh, he's brought up his second <laughs> ballista. That's what he hit him. Really? <laughs> but you can see that that hand that hand turns to the side. It can see Jericho flying too, and oh. it says, "No special treatment." Another arrow flies out. <laughs> you can get another nat twenty. That's not actually a thing. Look at it. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. a twenty. I did though. It's a twenty. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna use my reaction to uh, cut damage in half. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's see how much damage it is. Eight. John, stop. <laughs> Fourteen. Uh, and then twenty-three. So forty-six damage. Mm. How much? Forty-six. Mm -hmm. That's Trendy. Trendy. <laughs> All right. The arrow flies. As those two arrows fly past one of them, the second one you see sails right over your heads as you guys begin to fly up, Reginald. And, oh no, I'm uh, not flying yet. Oh, you're not flying yet. Well, it sails right <laughs> over your head. Ever. And, and, and underneath uh, Weselton, it just splits the air and then crashes into a building, show, shooting rubble everywhere. The other one goes off and cr actually cuts the bell, nails the bell right in the center of it, just right behind Dermon as the bell impaled drops out of the tower and crashes through to the ground. Nice. Um, Onto the body of Fake Strahd. Onto the body of Fake Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
fraud. Uh, Reginald. Oh, it is your turn. That's funny. That's it's funny. for me? Yeah. Do I get do I get inspiration for fraud? Um no. that's really good, but I'm gonna say no. Okay. Um it is really good though. Yeah. I'm I'm staying out of there. The air is a dangerous place to be <laughs> right now. I am I'm moving like maximum speed on the ground. Like a choo-choo train headed straight for him. Okay. So, <laughs> um can I dash will will double my speed, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm going to dash. Yep. And then bonus bonus can I do my aggressive, which doubles my movement. Sure. Yeah, if you're flying, not even if you're just flying like ten feet, you're still getting sixty feet of movement. What? Huh? You said you were gonna I thought you were Huh? I'm I'm running towards Strahd. He's not flying. He's okay. on the ground. Well, you still yeah, you still have a total of sixty feet. I mean, you can fly uh, like along the ground sixty feet. True. Yeah. The original might not think that. Uh, no, that's he's I am I am a simple fellow. So yeah. You so the dash gives me gives me up to sixty. Mm-hmm. And aggressive doubles that. Okay. So you got another. You got one hundred and twenty as well. Yes, sir. Well, right here behind Jericho, I think. Round okay. About. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Weselton. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm gonna try to move. Where you you're currently floating in the air. Kind of like, I guess, diagonal over here. Okay, you're going to try to go meet up with, uh, what's your flying speed again? Uh, 60, and the okay. dash is 120. All right, so... Mach 3. 30, 60, mm-hmm. 90, 120. All right, you're catching up to the party. Jericho, your turn. I'm going to go fast. Okay. Towards that dude. All right, so 30, 60, 90, 120. You're up there getting past J- uh, Dermon. Dermon, your turn. Uh, how far down is that building from me? Um, if you went up 75 feet, let's call it 30 feet below you. Could, uh, 30 feet? Mm. Tall building. Yeah. With a roof and everything, I don't know. I'm, I'm making up a lot of numbers on the fly. Yeah, it's still be like a three or four story building. Yeah, pretty tall. Can I fly down to that? Sure. Building. You fly down to get like behind, behind the building. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> bonus action. I want to. Are you still emitting something? It was no, just a burst. Yeah, oh, just a burst, burst for that. Okay. I do have the halo active. I'm gonna nix that real quick. Okay. Lights off. I want that. Um, and then I'm gonna <laughs> use like a halo with you in the middle. It's just a big target. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, from my position, I'm gonna like roll stealth uh-huh. to hide. Okay. My plan is I want to like swoop between the buildings. So next turn, I'm gonna try to like move and stay out of line of sight and get serpentine. Okay. okay. Roll a stealth roll. Man, I got such a freaking high stealth. If I roll anything less than a ten, I'm gonna. Thirty-five. <laughs> All right. You you drop down and you are out of Strahd's sight. You are currently you currently feel imperceptible to his sight now. Um, and I definitely wouldn't be able to get to that rectangular building above, would I? That's too far? From the one right in front of him? No, 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 the other one. Like, in between, yeah, that one there. That's, uh, that'd be a long, feet. Yeah, that'd be a long way. You, you could get to the other side of this building. Um, stealth was my action? I would say, yeah. Okay. Um, I can get to which one? You could go here. Yeah, that'd be fine. I'll just do that. All right. I'll so you go. drop out of the sky. So you took a you took a ballista bolt. You can hear his laughing in the distance. Ha ha ha! Then you drop out of his line of sight. He says, oh, you can hide all you want, but I will find you. Um, there, there you go. It is now Strahd McAdoonie's turn. He says, McAdoonie. He raises his hand again. Magic reloads his ballista. That seems unfair. <laughs> he says, You should have hidden like your friend Jericho Muldraker. <laughs> he blasts oh, you another one. <coughs> he blasts you with a ballista. Okay. An eight. That would be a 16 to hit. Meets it? Yeah. <laughs> meets it, meets it. Um, you take three. Three, 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 eleven. Nah, that's a lot. Thirteen. Uh, you take twenty-three damage on that one too. I'ma cut it in half. <laughs> I round up or that's handy. Up. I'm a round down. I don't care what you say. <laughs> you you twist around again, and as you try to dodge it, it slices down your belly. Ah, my belly. Dodging most of the blades. Ow! I hope anyone who's listening is really picturing this really cool flight sequence. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And he says, "Oh, Reginald, I see you down there." <laughs> she fires a ballista at you down there. 
in the in the distance. Um, you got like we're gonna call. You probably have a quarter cover, which what increases your uh, two by two, I think. Right? AC increases by two. Wait, 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 are we doing the, yeah. yeah, you guys should be increasing your AC, right? Well, so so you don't. Twenty or whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten hit that second time. Okay. Yeah. Then you dodge it. Don't we take both damage. Nice. So wait, what is AC yeah, from the second one? Um, you have like plus six. Currently for this attack, yeah. So you get like what forty? AC forty? <laughs> no. It's not uh, when eighteen hit, you fire. He fires his crossbow. <laughs> you pull up your shield and then at the last minute you think, ah, better not. You dip to the side as it slams into the ground behind yeah. you. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So yeah, I think. Well, I can't really take any action. That's his. That's his turn, right? That was his turn. Okay. Right. But I love the visual behind it. Good. Yeah. He's not the you're not the dumbest man alive. No. Only the but same. I do yell out, Hey! You missed me! <laughs> Try again! You hear oh, come a little closer then. Wesselton, it's your so turn. Him so strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing all of this, so I'm gonna hit down to like below the ground. Not below the ground, but ground just level. where I can get yeah, where I okay. can be covered. I'm going to dig. But I'm still gonna be able to fly. Okay. That's, yeah. So you just flying forward or what? And then I'm gonna be trying to fly forward, kinda like there. Right here? Yeah. Hiding behind this building? Mm -hmm. as, is that as far as I think? Yeah. Uh you could go farther, I guess. You could like, get around the edge of it and still be kinda hidden, right? Uh, I think. Wait, it's dark out, ain't it? Yeah, it's very dark. <coughs> oh, I'm invisible. The only light is the light of the moon. I'm invisible. Bill. That dark uh, still hit me. Wait, was that with the dash? But it has been determined it is dark. The width of the dash gets you over here on the I'm side. I'm invisible to dark vision. Then I do not want to take the dash, and I want to do a stealth. Unless he has, like, true sight or something. Okay. Don't have Well, a 23 work. For stealth, uh, you, yes. Yes, you're hidden from straw. All right. Yep. That's, that's all I can do. <laughs> you can hide as well, jelly boy, but I will find you and drag you down to hell. We all just hide <laughs> for the next, like, three hours. He's like... <laughs> I don't know if they're here. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, leave. I would have left if I were them. I guess they really could hide. <laughs> you can run, but you. Oh, never mind. You can do that too. <laughs> All right, Jericho, your turn. I'm gonna keep dashing forward. All right. He's got disadvantage on hitting me because I'm invisible to him, All as right. far as I know. 30, 60, 90, and 120. Cool. <clears throat> Big long dashing. Oh yes. You getting real close? I got that long dash. Uh, Dermon, your turn. Uh, <clears throat> I'm stealthed. How far, how far is that building to the right up of the space of, of the red down the other one? This one? Down, how far down? 30, 60, 90, 120. I'd say you can get there. Alright. I do it. Swoosin. Um, <laughs> you stay low to the ground, flying into the, in through the darkness. At this point, all the rubble and wind and magic has put out every torch in town. The only light comes from the light of the moon. Um, I am... I'm just gonna drink a potion. Okay, uh, drink you a potion. Oh, heal. Heal boy. Heal boy potion. Heal. Was it 8d4? Okay. Um, let me do that real quonk. Quonk. Bo, don't you get your light anywhere near me, I swear. I don't <laughs> have, I don't have a, a light. Uh, that is a full Datgum 31. Hutched back to me. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Rachel says hello, and then she gives us Spartan inspiration. Excellent. So. Wonderful. I would like to use Charisma boost. Charisma <laughs> Uh, uncalculatable boost. Mm. A spiritual boost. Uh, that's all I'm doing. I'm just doing all that. Alright, it is now the Strahd Mechanoid's turn. The first thing he does is, yes, yes, get closer! The mech, you can see, turns around and reaches behind him into the rubble. Dang it. It grabs a cobbled together using all the wood and stone that was created in all the rubble. It reaches in and pulls out a giant, double-sided, greatly curved battle axe. Dang it. And rests it on its back. <laughs> Come as close as you want. <coughs> and, it pulls out, and it pulls out the ballista wrist again, reloads it, and says, uh... Uh, <laughs> it says, I don't like to miss, Reginald. It fires another crossbow at you. Come on in! It misses again. Ah. <laughs> it smacks it to the side. Yeah. 
It sails over your head. So it's like he's just whipping by. I'm still chugging yeah, on. You just, so. yeah. Or like yeah. he has like a kung fu panda moment. He's like, just like redirects yeah. it. Like swimming <laughs> past him. Reginald, it's your turn now. I... I want to pull out my dang sun sword again. Okay. And like, right, shield out here. straight overhead. <laughs> I'm coming for you, strong. I'm going to do the same thing. Like, okay. maximum movement. You All can right. fly. You're running. I don't want to fly. <laughs> I mean, you can fly faster than you can run, though, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same speed. Huh? No, it's 60. It's yeah. 60? Double. You're just, yeah. yeah. Cool. You're my spell. But let me get like, about a foot off the ground yeah. and then take off. I told you Alright, so we'll just we'll just say you made it up here to this building. Then. Yeah, let's do it. I mean you can you can just be like completely horizontal, like right behind your shield. <laughs> so it's sixty. Yeah. And then dash. Yeah, and then so that's one twenty and then double that because I have aggressive as an orc twig uh, orc twig. Fire the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, two forty. Yeah, you are absolutely rocketing here. We'll throw you up here instead. Sword straight out. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Strong! Yeah. He's finally used it. <laughs> yeah, yeah Wesleton's behind a building. Oh, these guys are doing pretty good. <laughs> no, they're like, he, he was walking. like, so you're just not going to use my spell? <laughs> I didn't want to use it yet. <laughs> I guess not. I got it for 10 minutes. All right, it's Wesleton's turn. What shall you do? I'm going to fly up. Can, can I, I just fly on the building? Huh? Can I hit it? Stop by the building? You know what? Let's say you can. All right. And then, uh, do I have to do another stealth check? What not? No, you still spooked. You right. still sneaked. Excuse me. I'm good then. Uh, tell me when I'm hitting within 100 feet. Okay, you got it. Will do. Alright, All right, it is now Jericho's turn. You are 30, 60, 90, you're 90 feet away from him at this point. Nice. Can I get, like... So I can get all the way up underneath him at this point, right? Yeah, at this point, with a dash. Cool. I'm gonna dash. Now, I can use my bonus action to dash, because I have rogue levels, and okay. I'm a swashbuckler. So I'm gonna do that, and when I get up underneath him, okay. I'm going to use my action to the a potion. Okay. So you're gonna land under there, or just kind of hover, or keep your wings flapping? Yeah. Um, I guess... I guess I'll... No, I want to stay in the air in case, like, he starts stepping around. I don't want to get stepped upon. Okay, Does you... the potion include the smooth flavor of Javi coffee? This episode brought to you... <laughs> uh, you fly under and you begin to hover between his legs. Oh, my. Excited to find out that nothing else hovers between his legs. I am directly um, beneath the enemy's room. <laughs> and you, you shore up a potion underneath. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Dermot, it's your turn. I could, uh... I, mean, I could, could do divine intervention. Could. What's that? Um, beginning at 10th level, you can call on your deity to intervene on your behalf when your need is great. Oh, not, not, probably not a more appropriate time. Yeah, the need is great. <laughs> well, um, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> your deity's aid requires you to use your action. Describe the assistance you seek. Roll percentile dice. Uh, if you roll a number equal to or lower than your cleric level, your deity intervenes. So I, I basically just have to roll a d20 if I get anything below an 18. Please tell me your deity is... Wait, no, you roll a what? Potion percentile dice? That's 100. Really... Yeah, but... The way they do it, it's based on a scale of 1 to 20, because at 20, you just automatically succeed. Once you're 20th level, you just you just do it. It just happens. Um, I'm not going to do that, because I feel like that, that could ruin some fun. Um, no. Okay. I just, I want to try it out. Uh, I'm, like, 90 feet away as well, or a little bit farther. Um, you would be, what, uh, 30, 60? Yeah, about 90 as well. Through a building. What? I've got a pretty decent look at the ballistas. Mm -hmm. What do they look like? They are just like your typical a ballista that would be on the outer edge of a wall, of a castle wall. They're just affixed to his wrists. Um, you can see that there are gaps that go inside of the arm, mm -hmm. which is where the the arrows are magically coming out of. Um, but it does seem like there are physical compartments that hold those arrows inside his forearms. But they are, you know, kind of coursing with that same magic that the rest of this big mach machine thing is coursing with. And, like, in his chest, there's a, uh... Yeah, besides, behind several layers of very thick metal bars, you can see his resting coffin affixed in there, this jet black, uh, same coffin that you guys killed him in originally. Uh, he is, a, you would presume that his body is inside this coffin while the, he is piloting this thing.
too many options. Um, so many ways I can mess up this man's name. <laughs> I kind of do want to try like divine intervention, but I don't have real, like I guess we can pay more. He's 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 a god of like he's the old man god. Sure. Um, call upon potion man. Potion. I got um, him. Shoot. Where's the thing? But I think that's what that's saying is you roll a Freedus a, a, a one hundred dice, maybe. and then if it if it lands beneath eight, if it lands eighteen or below, you get you get your. Thing. You need two d ten. We got two d twelve. I'm gonna. I won't fly to that building in front. Okay. Um, you fly. And I'll cast a firebolt at one of the ballistas just to kind of test things out. Okay. Um, still stealth? Mm. Yeah, you're still stealth. Sneakishly. So with advantage, you fire your bolt. Uh, 33. 33 will definitely hit. A firebolt leaves your hand behind the building towards the ballista, revealing at least that your position is behind this building. Um, which left or right hand? Uh, we'll do right hand. Alright, his right hand, so to your left? Yep. Alright, you fire off to the left, blast the ballista, roll some damage or something? Uh, 24. 24 damage! You, do things get lit on fire typically whenever you fire a firebolt? A uh, flammable object hit by the spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. There you go. Ooh. All right, cool. So there, there you go. Uh, it the ballista <laughs> burst into flames <laughs> on his right hand. He begins to wave it around in the moonlight, but it is on fire. Uh, that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, it is now the mechanoid's turn. The mechanoid says, "Get from between my legs, Jiraku!" And it takes the sh- the axe off of its back, grabs the two handles, and slams Shoot. it down in between its feet. Shooting bastard! <laughs> it rolls a twenty-two to hit. With the plus four AC. Oh, what's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's twenty, so that's fine. Okay, you get hit by the great axe. Wait, do you get disadvantage because you're invisible or not? I can oh, see me. Oh wait, you are invisible too. I forgot about the invisibility. Will he also be behind some partial cover? Yeah, which is another underneath him. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it, but hey, strike me, Strahd. <laughs> I mean, does he have like true sight or something? Is he seeing through my invisibility? No, he's got he's got dark vision, so he wouldn't be able to see you. So you're, this, are we, do we count that as like a free stealth roll? Like you just can't be seen. I mean, you can be heard. Yeah, I mean, he, felt. he can he can tell I'm there, but yeah, he has disadvantage. Okay, yeah, we'll call it disadvantage. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it rolled higher. It's a twenty-six. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna roll some damage here. It was worth a shot. It was. Oops. Well, fourteen. Uh. 20 damage. Nice. He slams into you. You bounce off of the edge of this great axe and into the side of his inside of his leg. Thank you, Mr. Leg. Yes. Um, he laughs. Ha, 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 ha. Good laugh. Thank you. A hearty seaman's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's gonna say, let's bring you out, out into the open. And it, he doosh, 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 walks over this way. That's not <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That's gonna be Reginald's turn now. Cool. I'm gonna use. How close did I get? One hundred and twenty. Yeah, you get one hundred. I get like right up on top of him, pretty much. You can. You can get over there to his toes. All right. I'm headed. I'm headed for the toe region. All right. So we got 30, 16, 90, 120. You made it. Yes. And I will. I will use a thing because I did. I picked up one feet, which was fey touched. So okay. I get. Uh, I got a couple of spells I can actually. Ooh. I'm using hex. All right. Hex him up. Hex. Bonus action. Um, lasts for an hour. Alright. Place a curse on a creature you can see within range until spell ends. You deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage. Don't know how that works. Okay. Uh, to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Also choose one ability when you cast a spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with chosen ability. Uh, if it drops to zero hit points, I move it to somebody else with a bonus action. Okay. So. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll find it. Um, what should I choose? What should I choose though? Strength? Attack, wisdom? No, constitution? I don't know. If it were, if it were me. I'm saying maybe like dex? You ain't gonna outstrength it more than likely. No. I don't think you grapple on this bad boy. But we might be able to outmaneuver. Yes, but so if you shoot a fireball at it, you don't want it to be able to right. dodge. So it will now have. If it is the origin point, it's a 40 foot. Yeah, probably not. Mm. Target has disadvantage on dex checks. Okay, you got it. So, and if I hit it with an attack, it deals 1d6 necrotic. Okay. And boom, I have just done the thing. And, uh, yeah, sword's still out, holding out of yours. Coming for you! Alright. You cut him, you, you are getting ready to cut him up. Um. Who, 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 who next? I think oh, that was all my movement and actions. Wesselton. So, he got in closer, so you know what that means? Uh, yeah, he's within 100 feet of you, go for it. I'm gonna hit that, get closer to like, once I hit within 60 feet of him. 60 yeah. feet? Yeah, just right. once I hit 60 So feet. you use your flying speed and get within 60 feet. And then, well, that means I have to get, uh, dang. Get that dang. Uh, so I saw that the firebolt was effective, correct? Uh, uh yeah, it lit, it lit the ballista on fire for sure. And then I'm gonna hit that too then. Okay, cool. You fire what at the ballista? Uh, on where he's shooting. What, do you, what do you fire at? What are you doing? A uh, fireball. Alright, fireball. Uh, that is a... 25. A 25 will hit. Alright then, so then that is... 2d10. Uh, 3. You fought, did you do the one that wasn't on fire or was already on fire? Uh, the one that's not on fire. Okay, cool. So that is 10 damage. You no, 11 damage. 11. 11 damage. You do 11 damage to the straw neck uh, by lighting his ballista, other ballista on fire. Now, at this point, he has two ballistas on fire as he holds his great axe, giant great axe in front of you. Um, it would now be Jericho's turn. Sweet. I'm going uh, to get like right up underneath him again. Okay. I don't need a dash or anything for that, you right? No, he fly. You fly to do it. Cool. I'm going to use a spell. Spell I took. Magic Adept or Magic Initiate, the one that gives me like a first level spell and two cantrips from any class. I'm gonna use a first level wizard spell. Right. I don't. You might let me use it this way, or you might not. I have a spell called Earth Tremor. Normally it does damage and it causes people to fall over if they because they have to make dexterity saving throw and they take damage and are knocked prone and the area becomes difficult terrain. But it also says uh, it becomes loose stone and earth. And I was wondering, can I target his knee and like cause all the rock there to crumble and try and stagger him like bring him down I'm, I'm not against it if, if you, there's a lot of earth in there if you the other option would be to put the circle beneath his foot and make it uh i mean it's a it's a basically like a little localized earthquake if that would also work i don't know which one you prefer in my head i was immediately thinking oh he's going to use this to try to knock over the next one so i thought you'd be putting it under his foot so that makes sense to me you prefer that okay i think it i mean you do whatever you want but i would if i if i were jericho Moldrink, and I see all the magic coursing around this guy's body, but there's no magic coursing around the ground. I might go with the sure, the, the sure bet and try to loosen up the ground underneath, but... Alright, then I will do that. Uh, I'm going to target underneath his foot that I'm closest to. Alright. Or whichever one it looks like he's got the most weight on, I suppose. Okay. Sure, I like it. And then I do that. 10 foot radius, a 20 foot circle. Alright, a 20 foot circle forms underneath his left foot. The earth rumbles. The ground begins to loosen up. He's... Tons and tons and tons of rock are standing on top of this. So his foot immediately <clears throat> sinks into the earth halfway up the shin of this robot. Or this mech, stone mech. <laughs> I am at the base of the strawed bot. That's well, true. Okay, I am too. Alright, am I? No, I'm like a foot off the ground. That's what I said earlier. Yeah, you, yeah. You're, everybody's yeah, off the ground, okay. unfortunately. Nice. So he sinks into the thing. <clears throat> the ground rumbles. The dirt shakes around. The dirt fills up around his leg. He drops down, so he's leaning a little bit to the left. You said there was damage associated too? Nah, it's like 1d6. Creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage. Well, roll it. And is knocked prone. Roll it. 
Does he prong? He has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, he does. He has disadvantage. Mm. He rolled a nat 20 and a 17, which actually turns into a 19. Cool. I have a 17, so I guess he beat that. So he is not prone, but his leg is down in this hole, mm. making it difficult for him to move. And he... Wait a minute. On a failed... Oh, okay, on a failed save. Okay, he does not take any damage either, then. Okay, gotcha. Well, his leg down here in this hole. <laughs> Here's a question. It's such a large thing. Does it take damage? As in, like, we would take falling damage if we dropped, like, 20 feet, 30 feet, whatever, like, because it's such a large thing? I don't see it taking damage for dropping a, the equivalent of a foot into a hole. Mm -hmm. Just the left leg. Mm -hmm. He's now on a very... Uh, he's off kilter, for sure. He is definitely off kilter. It is easy to perceive that the that the straw neck is somewhat wobbly wobbly on his feet now, based on the levels of his feet. So it was not a, it was not an exercise done in vain. I like it. There's I like it. you could use that to do other things if you wanted. That's uh that's all I got. Okay. I know. I'm gonna use my bonus <coughs> action to hide. Okay. Cool. Roll stealth, I guess. That thing. Were you already sure. invisible? Or? Yeah, I'm already invisible. Okay. That's a nine. So that's a uh. Twenty-six. You invisible. You no longer know. He no longer know where you is. You hear Strahd echo from inside this thing. Who did that? What happened? Come on. <laughs> Tiny little voice. The last of villagers <laughs> running away. Your mama. All right. It is now uh, Dermon's turn. Dermon. Um. Can I speed out and go let you? Of send? course. I feel like y'all don't really need to stop the recording or anything. It'll take you like thirteen seconds. Okay. I'm fly up. People fly up. Fly up. <coughs> I moved last turn, right? I moved over. That's why. Yeah, I that's why you moved behind this building. Okay, so I'm gonna fly up. Um, not the full movement speed, just like just like 30 feet up. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna cast upon this Duber, um, Firestorm. Ooh. A uh, storm made up of sheets of roaring flame appears in a location you choose within range. Range is 150 feet. Okay. Um, the area of the storm consists of up to 10 10 foot cubes, which you can arrange as you wish. Each wow. cube must have at least one face adjacent to the face of another cube. Okay. Uh, each creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 7d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The fire damages objects in the area and ignites flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried. Okay. If you choose, plant life in the area is unaffected by the spell. Dermot's not choosing that. Alright, gotcha. Where are you um, putting this thing? So, it's uh, 10 10 foot cubes. Um, the origin is going to be like on his chest, okay. uh, for sure, and then uh, how are the ballistas looking? They're still on fire. They're on fire, but seemingly still operational for now. Uh, Alright, I want to, if I can, I want the cubes to like go up the chest and down the arm, the one that I shot. Okay, gotcha. 10, 10 foot cubes. Cool. Um, so chest to the ballista. Mm. What's spell? Firestorm. He just rolled a four <coughs> to get away from it, so he's taking that full damage. German from rises up with his hands out, pushes them forward as fire erupts on the chest and up the arm and down to the hand of the strawed neck. Fire just waving upon it. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine damage is applied to the strawed neck. He's on fire. He's continuing to wave around that arm, trying to put out the flames, but it seems to only make them grow stronger. I was wondering what that orange thing underneath your toolbar was. It's the pew you launched off screen. The pew. The pew that went pew. You gone. Oh, that was our lucky pew. All right. Now we're gonna do that. That's all I'm gonna do. Okay. It is now. The Strahd Mechanoid's turn. Mm -hmm. It says, Reginald, I need to hit you. It takes his axe and swings it down at you. Bring it on, big boy! I know the feeling. Uh, of course, it only rolls uh, this time, because it's Reginald who can take a couple of hits. Uh, it just He just rolled the, um, just rolled 13. I do <laughs> <laughs> yep. He says, oh, and brings it back down to try to hit you again. This time, he did roll 27. 
That does it. Even with the plus four? It's 26. <laughs> All right. Wow, he just barely hit you. Okay. The plus, plus four and the, and the plus two. Well, you're not behind cover anymore. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Even with 24, yeah. So, yeah, that does it. 33. 33 damage from this. You put up your shield. It slams into you. You go slot. You go sliding a little bit on your feet. You you know get hit. You're bleeding. There's bad things happening. <laughs> Do it again! I dare you. Nice. Um, it is now uh, your turn, Reginald. Ooh, okay. So, what bits of this boy are actually on fire? I'm sorry. It's chest. Yeah. Both ballistas, and then it's right arm. Where is the coffin meat? In the middle of the chest, where the heart would be. Middle of the chest, where the heart would be. And it's currently a blaze. It, that area is on fire, but okay. the coffin does not seem to be on fire itself. I'm headed, I'm gonna, like, Superman style, I'm gonna head <laughs> for the coffin. Okay, he's heading for the coffin. So, I'm headed that way, and I just wanna, like, just rip the front off of that thing. Alright, so, Let tell me, me what I gotta on. do. I gotta go uh, learn something about this coffin. Alright. So, you fly up to it. Right. Okay. Oh boy, it's gonna take me a second. Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Probably cut that little piece, so I'm gonna down the rest of my coffee. Yeah. That stuff is pretty good. It is. <laughs> you know when you fought his wives down there? Oh, are we remembering for a reason? Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm wondering why we're remembering that we fought the wild. Oh, no, you don't need no, Sorry, you don't need to remember. <coughs> There's no point. Oh, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Thanks, DM. Hmm. Alright. Uh, roll a constitution saving throw. Hmm, okay. Constitution saving throw? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do when you touch it. Oh, just because it touched 31. It. A 31. You succeed on a constitution saving throw. You put your, fairly sturdy. You put your hand on it, and as soon as you put your hand on it, coursing lightning comes through your arm and through your body, but it just vibrates you as it shoots off the shield that I, or shoots off the bottom of your shield toward the ground. Um, you pull at it. Now roll a strength check for me. Nat 20. <laughs> that was supposed to be really hard to Net pull 20. off. Plus 12. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> laughing just... I'm coming for you. He just pulls, he pulls the lid off of the coffin, but it, there's metal things holding it together, so you barely get a crack on it. Um, like, you get it you get it cracked off, like, enough for you to be able to reach your hand in there or insert a weapon <laughs> or, or whatever. Um, as you, you know, yeah, you, you've got it cracked, and inside inside is, you can, you, you peek, you peek inside? Oh, yeah, for sure. You pee inside? <laughs> you peek inside, that, and what you see, instead of the strong, uh, the strong visage of Strahd that you all saw in the distance on top of this thing and the strong uh, appearance that he had or whatever that thing was that it had earlier when you fought inside the uh, the chapel. This is a very shriveled, a very weak looking yeah. version of Strahd. He attempts to raise a hand to try to grab onto your hand but the movement is slow and it feels as though he's using all of his effort just to poke a hand out of the thing and he says I will! I will kill you! grabs onto your wrist weekly. Hey, you really let yourself go. I'm gonna use action surge. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, I'm going to just stab in the opening with the sun sword. We'll see what it does. Alright, you stab into the opening with the sun stern. Roll, a, uh, roll an attack. A natural one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Alright, cool. So, hang on, hang on. Okay. Wait, what do we do? What, you, you... It, has an, it has an extra thing that it does. Okay. So... 
special purpose is to destroy Strahd. He wanted revenge, it's sentience. Okay, give me history. Uh, it does deal extra um, 2d6 of damage, but I mean, it's already doubled up, so. Okay. And then, I thought it had an extra thing. Your mace did. The mace did. You're right. Okay. That'll work. Alright, damage for critical is. <laughs> oh, 17. Alright, you stab. Plus 1d8. 1d8. That's adding the extra d6? Well, it, was a, it was 2d6 for the other ones and like a d8 for this one. Mm. So how big I know, is like this middle part? Um, big enough, the opening is big enough for you to like, there's some space on the edge, on the left, like a, a foot of opening from the left and the right of this coffin. It's like a square. When you hit an undead with it, the target takes an extra 1d8 radiant damage. The uh, coffin is revealed, so it's... Cool. Eight. Is there nothing for a large creature? No. I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you stab the sun sword in there. You can hear the sizzle. You can hear Strahd said, "Thank you for me." As you stab him, but he does still remain alive, and the mech continues to move, seemingly most of his power devoted to powering this mech. Cool. So after the seventeen and the eight damage, I've stabbed him with it. Mm -hmm. I leave the sword in there. Okay. We'll say no for now. It's sentient, so it's, it knows where it's at. It its, it's purpose is to destroy yeah. this dude. It's stabbed into the body of Strahd. That's what here. happened. We didn't use it last time. Right. Well, also, when you, while grasping the hilt, you can use a bonus act called Belly Pure Rage to spring from existence, make your blade just Okay. I'm good. Blade's good. Cool. Blade's, blade's still there. There's a sun sword jamming out of the coffin now as the mech continues to move around. Um, Strahd is crying from the inside of it. Just let me have this! It is the last thing I have! Uh, he cries from inside. Uh, it is now Wesselton's turn. Uh, I'm gonna go to the chest area. Okay, you gonna fly over there too? All right. Uh, is there enough room for all of us? All for two of us? You're, you're at the front of this giant creek. This giant mess. You can the stand table. beside. You can fly there beside Reginald. Because I just want to see him. Yeah, you can go in there and look at him. <laughs> it's just a, it's a coffin in a cage, basically, right? Uh, it's a coffin in yeah. a cage. It's, it's surrounded by stone. Hold on. Like imagine there was a hole that was just deep enough to have a coffin in it, and then you covered it in rebar. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna do enlarge or reduce. I'm gonna try to reduce Strahd. Reduce Strahd? Yeah. Okay. So... Him or his coffin or... Uh, I could do the coffin. Uh, but I'm assuming he's like shrink wrap. Isn't, isn't he like grabbing things and all that with his frail body or is he controlling with his mind? Yeah, there's no tools in there. He's just inside Oh. He's got a sword made of sunlight stabbing out of him. Yeah. There's like a sunlight sword bobbing up and down out the side of this coffin. So what's Strahd's thing with sunlight? You just can't heal in sunlight? He's a vampire, so you can't heal in sunlight. He hurts him. Oh, well, there's like a true mech. Well, like, well, no, like yeah, it's not, it's okay, then. not a lot. Of I'm gonna just shoot a fireball at him then. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you go up to the edge and fire a fireball and then. He comes up, he's like, where's the hit? Where's the hit? <laughs> um, that is a 23. Uh, they'll definitely hit Baby Strahd. Hold on, he's, he's inside a coffin. Come on, you got it. Oh, I'll, when you said I could see him, like, I thought he's like, the coffin was open. Okay, then. The coffin it's like pried open. open a little bit. It's like just enough yeah. I could, like, get down in there. He's like reaching out. If you stick your hand in there and unleash a fireball, you ain't gonna miss. Yeah. All right, then, can I do that? Fireball or fireball? Oh, firebolt. That's okay. Right. I do that. Sure, fire it. You hit him. Roll damage. Nine. Nine damage. He, he wails again. My humus brought me here! He fires as smoke billows out of the side of his coffin. Anything else you plan to do? Uh, Attack of opportunity if I leave, correct? <laughs> uh, if you leave the the area of the mech, yeah. You have to go a long way for that, though. Then I think I'm gonna stay there then. Alright. Cool. So, the both of us are there, and I'm like, I'm holding on to one of the bars, I'm like kind of like floating a little bit, and I'm explaining to him very calmly, that this is what you would call a true boss battle. I mean, you take your notes on all this, right? I mean, just kind of explaining everything. I'm just trying to not die. Jericho. 
Not sure there's gonna be epic battle music playing at this time. Um, oh, there we go. I'm gonna fly up and kind of get a look at the show. I'm gonna stay far enough back that I don't get in the light of the fire to lose my invisibility. Okay. But I'm, uh, I'm gonna let them do their thing. It seems like they got it under control. Okay. And then Germans. Uh, bonus action, I'm gonna reignite the halo. Okay. And I'm gonna fly up to the hole in Strahd and, like, latch on. Okay. Because uh, I have a climbing speed, and then I'm gonna cast uh, Sunbeam. Sunbeam. Into the hole. Like the bread? Yeah. <laughs> Sunbeam. <laughs> from the bread. That's <laughs> um, another video where somebody uses a food item as a weapon. The guy gets attacked by, like, a rabid fox or something. He reaches into his grocery bag and pulls out a <laughs> loaf of bread and just starts beating it. <laughs> Very humane. Yeah. Almost kind. I mean, just grab what you're gonna get. Alright, Sunbeam. Uh, so it's concentration up to a minute. Um, a beam of brilliant light flashes out from your hand in a five foot wide, sixty foot line. Each creature in the line must make a Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes six d eight radiant damage and is blinded until your next turn. Just roll that damage. Um, yeah, undead nudes have uh, disadvantage. Blah, blah, blah. For the duration, a mode of brilliant radiance shines in your hand, sheds bright light in thirty foot, um, dim light for additional thirty. The light is sunlight. Okay. Uh, 32 damage. 32 damage. And it's straight in the hole. Alright, so we got Sunbeam, it had the sun sword, he's on fire. Basically, yeah. like, it looks like the glow from the inside of a tanning booth. Yeah, he looks like, right I mean, it looks like Iron Man's, uh, thing inside, just red, just... And you hear him yell, <laughs> He's screaming in agony. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to Reg, uh, Reginald and just be like, I feel like this is a lot worse for him than the first time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he should've, if, he would just fought the other guy and... Oh, been fine. Didn't we dispatch him with like a like a broom handle or something last time? I mean, that was disrespect. This is just torture. I feel like. I mean, it really <laughs> is. It really is. Well, look. Next next time, next time it, we'll do it different. Okay. Because of your conversation, the final thing he says is, "If I must go, you will come with me." The mech suit grabs or what the rest of its axe, takes it and slams it into its chest as Ooh. hard as it into its own chest as hard as it can, Ouchie. attacking so all of you at the same time. Since they're right there with me, can I pose this advantage? Huh? You can throw your shield up. Um, yeah, I pose disadvantage on them. Uh, probably not. At this point, it's a giant mech suit. I don't know if you turning around while flying with your shield is going to do much to keep them from getting hit. I'll uh -huh. help you negate. I'll let you negate some damage with it though. Okay. I'm thinking about squish. Um, we're gonna roll. Wow. He hasn't missed though. There's no. There's no roll. He hasn't <laughs> missed his own chest. So do we need to roll dexterity? You guys roll. Yeah. You guys roll a saving throw. See if you can get out of the way. What okay. kind? Um, a dexterity saving throw. Pew. A, oh, sure. That's a 15. Where were you currently flying? Like right in front of him, or I was trying to get far enough away that no fire light was shining on me. However far you say that okay. is. Okay. Um, all right. So the three of you dodge. Twenty. Reginald, your attempt to protect uh, leaves you there. Everyone else, we're gonna oh, say you're, you're a protector. You you saw it coming. You knew Dermot had it under control. He takes a dodge. Instead of dodging yourself, you grab the scruff of Weselton's neck and you throw him as far as you can. He goes flying away into the air. Uh, Jericho gets out of the way as the full brunt of the axe comes yeah. through. I'm gonna roll some damage. This is his Six final nine. his final attack. The final final? Yeah, ten. Eleven. <laughs> Ooh, wow, fourteen. You don't know what number I'm thinking. Eighteen. One. 26. Oh. 38. What's that? 40. God. I think there should be a little bit of track of the count. That's what? it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Indomitable. What's that? I am indomitable. <laughs> What's that mean? I can re-roll a saving throw that I have failed. Wow, okay. I can do this starting at 17th level. I can do it three times. Okay. Do it now. I'm gonna do it now! <laughs> okay. Just in case. Three! Oh, yes. <laughs> You take 45 damage from this. Is that a reduced damage? That's it, that's it. 
No, that's not it. Okay. You take 45 damage as the axe collides with you, jamming you through the rebar and into the coffin with Strahd <laughs> and out the other side. Hey, mate. <laughs> I was about to say, hey, how you doing? And out the other side, you inside of the coffin fly through the back of the mech suit into the rubble behind you, crashing on top of a dead Strahd. The mech suit with an axe through its body falls backward and lands, like, to your side. <laughs> so we're going to roll some more damage here for... Uh, what happens when and you get past through all that? Okay. Uh, yeah, he's all dead. Okay. Love it. For now. For now. But we'll come back again. 26. You might not. Uh, 36. 38. Nine. Um, 30, uh, 47. 47 damage from slamming through and hitting the ground. How much? 47 damage. Okay. You're probably alright, though. You slam into the rubble. The mech falls down. The castle falls on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> the dust the dust clears. Fire is burning all around you. The rest of the party is uh, floating above you as, you know, you leak blood and lay on top of a dead Ew. Strahd von Zarovich. The hilt of the sun sword driven even deeper into his chest. Uh, he reaches out uh, and gra- will grab your neck. He grabs your neck, Reginald. He pulls you in as feebly as he can. He says, I will be back. They'll make me come back. He gives you his final breath. No, no, I can't. We'll see you next time. And so, Strahd and his magical, mechanized castle suit were defeated. The three saviors of Barovia added a reluctant force to their ranks, and Barovia was saved once again. Unfortunately, Strahd von Zarovich's final words predicted a third return, and possibly more after that. But that would be a problem for a different day and maybe even a different group of adventurers. At the present time, it was time for Derman, Jericho, Reginald, and Weselton to go back to a tavern and finish their drinks. This has been the 2022 Dungeon Boys Halloween Special. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you listened all the way through to get to this point, congratulations. Uh, you're a true fan. We love making the show, and it has been our pleasure to bring you a special Halloween episode for the first time ever. We hope to do more things like this in the future. If you feel like it, we would love it if you would review our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you would share it with your friends uh, and you would help us continue making this wonderful show that we love making and that we hope you enjoy. Thanks again, have a happy Halloween, and please remember that we love you very much.